Hello and welcome to Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. I'm Connor from the House of L. And I'm Ray from the House of Zod. And uh, we are joined by Adam of House Luther uh, for hey. a third time. Yeah. Talk. Hello, Adam. Yeah. How are you, Adam? Yeah, hey. I'm uh, really happy to be here. You know, not I, I like talking to you guys and everything, but it's like, it's, it's a big month for Superman oh, stuff. God, a huge it's a, month. it's a good good episode to be on. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Adam's joining us for so it's not our guest cycle yet. Um, it's about to be our guest cycle, but like you can still come on if you see something that you want to hop on for that we're doing you can still hop on the guest <laughs> sure. cycle is when the guests come on and they choose yeah. what we're doing can, uh, okay yeah can, can i say just connor as well the way that you describe guests coming on the show it's very akin to the the um menstrual cycle as well so look i i didn't go there you did <laughs> it's <laughs> um, you know, like what extremely bizarre uh, <laughs> analogy Ah, oh, dearie me. Anyway, the kept it locked up in the Phantom Zone, to be honest. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, no, good to have you back on, Adam. Yeah, your yeah. timing, you came on a future state and then a bunch of stuff happened. Yeah. Well, so, um, yeah, good good timing. And um, I think you were joining us for the next, our final future state episode as well, or? Yes. Yeah, it's, unless you guys do, which I, I don't think you have planned, but, uh, what what's the Mark Russell book? Um, Imperius Lex has one more issue. Yep, that wouldn't be covered in in your Future State episodes. But this is the last the last month for Future State. So yeah, mm. so our, our Future State Part Three is Imperius Lex Three and House of L the one shot. Oh, mm-hmm. there you go. Um, yeah, yeah. So we broke up into three parts. Yes. Uh, but uh, you know, you can figure out if you want to join us for that. Whatever. Um, we'll be doing it in two weeks as usual yep. um fortnightly so, sorry fortnightly yeah <laughs> so uh as usual uh superman news so the first bit of news i want to talk about but not really talk about just mention um is that the superman reboot is essentially confirmed um with oh. some guy directing he has a name you can go look it up it's all oh, over Jesus. everywhere really um yeah, and he, uh, people have already found him being on the record as for not liking Superman, so that's interesting. What? Um, really? God. But, uh, you know, uh, Warner Brothers want to shoot themselves in the foot and keep trying to reinvent the wheel when, you know, Superman and Lois just showed us that you don't need to reinvent the wheel, um... Hey. Why, why do they? Why do they hire these people that have no vested interest in the character? Well, to, to be fair, like it depends who else is working on it. Because Snyder wasn't on the record as being like a huge Superman guy before Man of Steel, but sure. you know he ended up changing, I guess, like uh, yeah. as he was working <clears> on it. Plus, he had like a bunch of other people as well, like writers and stuff. So yeah. who knows this? But also, JJ Abrams, producer. JJ uh, okay. Abrams is someone I would cast in the fiery pits of writing hell Ooh. if I could. Because um, I think he's the worst thing ever. Uh, <laughs> Fantastic! This bodes well for Superman reboot. Um, and uh, there's no confirmation yet if Cavill's coming back or not. All we know is that the search for Superman hasn't started yet. But there's a lot of people who really want Cavill to come back, me included. If they don't get him back, I'll be very yes. cross because you have not 
like, look, if if the old DCEU was done with and they're doing a fresh slate, fine. But you still have Godot as Wonder Woman. You still have Ezra mm-hmm. as Flash. Mm-hmm. You still have Momoa as Aquaman. Yeah. And you even have Batfleck showing up in The Flash. Even if it's a cameo, like, why get rid of Cavill when you still essentially have that universe active? So, anyway, that's just, that, that is my thoughts on it. And uh, we'll go into it more in the future, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, yeah, brief comments, guys. Um, yeah, Adam. Adam, any comments on this? Uh, I'm... I'm a little bit not the opposite, but my my take would be I am kind of ready to to start fresh. I think mm-hmm. I don't I don't think I would mind if they recast just because it's I, I think I think it'd be it'd be all right to uh, get a new take just just kind of do what they are doing with Batman with the Pattinson Batman. Mm-hmm. And just kind of maybe give someone like an, an unknown actor a shot at Superman and an A-list, you know, property. I don't think it would be the worst thing to to just kind of move on. It's a it's a bit of an uh, an unknown factor, isn't it? I mean, yeah, like you, you do. There there are parties like yourself, kind of that that do like Henry Cavill, and if, by all rights, he's, he's a fantastic Superman. But it's hard to say because like you just don't know. Like there there could be someone that. We don't know, and he 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 comes on, he's get, he gets cast, and he just blows it out of the park, you know. Right. Uh, at, at the same token, you have someone that just like is like, oh god, we we should have just stuck with Henry Cavill, you know that that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, it, it's a difficult thing. I'm always of the ilk of of looking at, at I don't know, giving an opportunity if, if if it's really miscast, if it's like you know, I don't know, Vin Diesel or something, then you'd be like. <laughs> You'd be sticking your fingers down the throat, you, you know that sort of stuff. But um, well, so yep. the other kind of big speculation is because it's being written by uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates. Is who, it okay? Yeah, that, wow. that's the uh, writer. So the the speculation is maybe they'll they'll go a different direction, do a black Superman, and the may, maybe. Oh well, that's a bit I, of a think... that's a bit of an knee jerk reaction, isn't it? Just Ta-Nehisi Coates, he's well, black. Then let's let's make a black. I mean, like. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of people are saying yeah. that, but there there is yes, there's no evidence for it so but, far. Yes, yeah. right. But his his past work is not just the fact that he's black. I agree with you. Yeah. But his past work is consistently black focused. Okay. Well, he's doing so Captain. He's like, doing. He's so doing. It's like, why would they hire him? Well, he's doing Captain America it's, at the moment. There's no black. Captain America. So, I mean, th- I'm, I'm sorry. I'm okay. not. I'm not trying to be, you know, really just no, difficult. No. Difficult for yeah, Aaron, is, but like, yeah, this is a great point you're bringing up. It yeah. does not have to be a black Superman. That's just the the yeah. chatter right now. Yeah, and and I feel that that's just like people associate him because he, he's such a uh, prominent writer that it's like, yeah. oh, and, and you know, Black Panther and all that. It's like, oh, he's on the he's on the project. Okay, well, he must be thinking of making Superman black. I mean, it's you know. You know, it, yeah. it's a bit of a spec, a bit of a reach. I mean, I'm just, I'm just looking at the track record and stuff, and yeah. with Warner Brothers and Superman, and just the decisions they've been making lately, and I'm just, I'm not optimistic. So, oh, you know, okay. especially, especially if you have JJ Abrams involved, like, yeah. uh, I, I, I want to uh, put a note there, fair listeners as well. I did see a tweet from uh, our good host here, Connor. And someone said, you know, who would you like to see recast as Superman? And Connor, <laughs> you, you put in a, a clone of Henry Cavill. I, 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 I had to laugh at not. that. I wouldn't put something as you silly as something. that. I'd put Henry Cavill's twin brother. That's it. Okay. Ah, Connor. I mean, yeah. look, you know, Adam's right. Like, I mean, yeah. I would 
obviously I'll give a new Superman a shot, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, it's just that it just irks me because we have so much of, like, the old DCEU running around. Like, Affle- the reason mm-hmm. they did Batman again is because Affleck specifically didn't want to come back. Yeah. Cavill wants to come back, mm-hmm. and yeah. everyone else is still there, you know? So... Mm. Yeah, fair point. Um, but, you know, just wait and see, I guess. We don't have that much news on it yet. Um, I right. in- like honestly, my gut is that they're going to recast him, but mm-hmm. we just don't know for sure. Do you think uh, there's any right. any chance that Tyler might be given the call to to make it to the cinema? No, no okay, right. Yeah, low chances. Okay, because like they 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 don't have any problems with having multiple characters yeah. across TV. And um, right, yeah, I mean that's proven with the Flash, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and they yeah. recently cast Supergirl for the Flash movie. Um, oh, okay, really? They didn't yeah. get they didn't get um, Melissa. Benoist still, no. no, no, that's a shame. Okay, oh. um, but yeah. Anyway, that that's that. Uh, so now Superman and Lois premiered, um, and uh, you know, so I Ray hasn't seen it. Mm-hmm. Adam's seen it. I've seen it. I put up mm-hmm. a brief list of annotations that just for my like very brief review of the show. Um, I also sent it to Signal, if you listen to that, and they probably read it out there. Um, cool. But I'll just get it up now. Uh, where is it? Uh, I mean, I, there's... Uh, I say a lot of negative stuff there, but I'll, clear, I'll clear it right now is that I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed it enough Good. to watch it weekly. Encouraging. So I'll, just, I'll just get that out of the way. I'm would, just you leaving... watch, would you watch the episode one again? Well, I'm going to have to, because we're doing a commentary, so... Oh, yeah, I mean, okay, beside that, <laughs> beside that point, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But would you would you be inclined to? I mean, that that's always a nice... I don't really it. do that anymore. Okay. I did that, like, with season one of Daredevil and Iron Fist, but now I, I don't know, I just don't okay. anymore. Uh, how, about, how about you, Adam? Like, uh, did, uh, first overall impressions? I enjoyed it quite a bit. Nice. Excellent. It's, it's very, very solid. Awesome. Very solid. Uh, premiere. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, especially for CW. And then apparently the people who right. worked on aren't normal CW people, so that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so I'll just... I'll start... Sorry. I'll just start reading out. Now, so basically... Uh, Alright, so first point. Despite not liking Hoechland in Supergirl, I did quite like him in this. I found him convincing and likable for the most part, and honestly, he like easily carried it for me. Okay, wow. Uh, you know? Uh, wow! Lois, on the other hand, I feel might be the worst, along with Kate Bosworth. For me, there's just absolutely nothing noteworthy about her performance or the character. Like, it's just... Lois Lane is a mother, and she is a reporter and there's just no real personality there. Um, Ouch. Uh, I did like what they did with Smallville, how it's, you know, a struggling town and even a jaded meth, <laughs> jaded meth like place as well. <laughs> uh, and the, you know, so kind of going down the drain. Um, I liked how there was homages to pretty much every live action Superman and a bunch of stuff from the comics. Oh, uh, it was nice to see something pay tribute to both Donna and Snyder Superman because uh, those two groups of fans just don't get along most of the time. <laughs> um, and uh, I love mostly I love the action. I thought the budget was noticeable, but it still looked good. 
parts of the fight at the end felt straight lifted out of the Zod fight in Man of Steel, like same camera angles and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, there was lots of teen drama and angst, which you know you would expect. Uh, I like some of it. I didn't like other parts. Like a lot of it felt like a '90s Superman Jurgens comic. It was trying to deal with all these like lofty themes but with the nuance of a sledgehammer. Like, some dialogue was very, very corny, and the acting wasn't quite good enough to back it up. Mm-hmm. Um, also found I went overboard with, like, the really dramatic music in a lot of scenes. Mm-hmm. And that's fine, but when you have, like, three scenes in a row that are just, you know, whoa, like, big dramatic conversations and stuff, um, you know, it's noticeable. Uh uh, a few times I was watching the show, and I just thought, you know, this Superman stuff is really good. They should have just made a Superman show. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, and so, I'm not going to go into exactly who the villain is, but I'll say the villain, you know, it's not a great idea for your first villain, but and I, yeah. I talked about this with Adam, actually, on Twitter briefly, but I think that's the problem when Supergirl steals a lot of your major villains, ah. um, which we did talk about before this show happened, is, like, she's taken so many story arcs yeah, and villains yeah, from yeah. Superman. Um, but, you know, uh, still, Krypton had a really good Brainiac in Doomsday, and it'd be great to see them in the future. I'd really like a Death of Superman arc. Cool. Um, you know, though I think the budget of the pilot shows they could do it. Uh yeah, ultimately, I've enjoyed it. it. It feels good to have a Superman show I can tune in and watch once a week. Uh, I, I'm not sure it's good enough that I'd recommend it to people who weren't already interested. Like oh. uh, I do with... I recommend Doom Patrol and Stargirl, for instance, to people who wouldn't normally be interested. But, um, you know, this this still exceeded my expectations. So Props to Stargirl. Yeah. Far out. She seems to get... That, that show seems Stargirl's to get quite a lot. Good. Yeah, okay. Right. Wow, um, Adam, uh, any, any thoughts to, to um, complement that or counter that? <laughs> uh, I, I was thinking, I think me going into it, my fears was like, okay, no way these, these kids are going to be interesting. I think they are going to be two angsty CW kids. And they were kind of the, the actors, like he said, like they're not that strong. Yeah. And they, they're not... Some stuff didn't work, but it is better than I thought it would be, honestly. Yeah. It is more well done than I thought it would be. Yeah, and, I'm, I'm exactly on the same page for that. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, I, I do think it's cool that it it references a lot of from Superman's history. Oh, yeah. Cool. A lot. Like, it, it does kind of bring everything, not together, but it, it, it calls back everything. And I, yeah. I think what I want to see is... I'd like for it to take on its own flavor as it goes on. It's, right now, it does just kind of seem like a, a an amalgam of things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean well, uh, it felt it felt unique enough to me. Yeah, it didn't feel like another. You know, I don't know. I think I think like the way they did stuff with Smallville and yeah. the the two sons, you yeah. know, made it made it different for me. Um, sure. Uh, yeah, I will say too. Yeah, you're dead on about Smallville. The the take on Smallville was was great because yeah. they didn't show mm-hmm. it as kind of like this. They showed you know, Martha was was obviously you would believe that that's a woman who could raise Superman, but Smallville itself it has its charms, but they do show that's flawed and it feels like a, a real place. That was a cool, interesting choice. Yeah. Does um does Tyler seem to be? Does does he carry the mantle of Superman? Like, oh, I, I love him. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm I'm totally on board with him. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And he, I, I'm I'm pro uh, the uh, I'm blanking on the actor who plays Lois. Um, uh, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yeah, I like her too, uh, and I think they are setting up stuff for her. It seems like, uh, from what I took away from it, I think where they're going for is one one villain for her, one villain for Superman. And she's going to be tackling the more kind of corrupt billionaire stuff. Yeah. Okay. okay. I, just, I hope she's more than just like, oh, because uh, I don't know if you read the, the recent Lois Lane, Greg Rucker run. Mm-hmm. But I found the thing I really didn't like about that is Lois Lane just seemed flawless. You know? Like yeah, just, a lot of the time these days, they seem to be afraid of showing Lois as having flaws. Yeah, uh, um, and I just think I don't want them to do that with this show as well. Like where she's pretty much just, you know, right all the time. And you mean flawless um, as well, in that's... like her morals and 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 righteous and stuff, or or like yeah, that just, and just yeah. like you know, she's yeah, like she's just you know every like every every era of Lois had their quirks. Yeah. Uh, you know, whether she needs to be rescued all the time or she was arrogant or, you know, she was a bit up herself or looked, you know, sometimes couldn't see the obvious. Uh, but now it's just mm. like she's fine in every way. Um, now yeah, she, it, it's kind yeah. of interesting because that's like a, a classic criticism of, of Superman too, right? Is that he's, mm-hmm. he's too perfect. And I know what you're saying. It's a different flavor for sure of of flawless but it's it's kind of the thing where yeah they do have to find something of like well this is what she fails at and i think the point of this show is they can do all this stuff but can they parent right and we saw Mm. that from superman in the episode are we going to also see that from lois going forward that would be interesting yeah i mean superman's definitely flawed in the show already uh, mm-hmm. But like, obviously, yeah, maybe they'll. She didn't have as much screen time as Superbad. So right. They'll do more with her in the future. But like, I haven't been sold on her in the other shows either. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I don't know why she was around in Cross on Infinite Earth so much. Like, probably, probably just to introduce Superman's her. Wife. Does she get like a pass <laughs> to be hang out with the superheroes? Yeah. But um, you know, like again, I didn't like Tyler. In in fact, I was very vocal about how much I didn't like Tyler in the the uh Arrowverse stuff but mm-hmm. i liked it here so you know see okay. where it goes great i mean that's um, great it's a great it's great to hear at least on connor's behalf there's a turnaround there because adam though you're saying that you do like you did like tyler's representation of superman but um no that that's very encouraging far out no, I, i'm actually i'm very keen to see it so um I've, I've got to just um you know just find some means to do so yeah worth the worth tracking down yeah yeah for sure I mean, well, Connor and I, as, as you alluded to, Connor as well, um, we will be doing a, a commentary on it. So, yes. uh, so that will be fun. fun. So, yeah. the idea, Connor and I, we always, Adam, just uh, just let you know, we we watch it by ourselves first, and then so we get acquainted with it, and then so yeah, we'll we'll watch it together and comment um, as we go. So it should be fun. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. and I, I will be laughing at the. You're good at being Superman, but. Not at my father, wine, or whatever that was. That will get on. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> was that bad, was it, Adam? <laughs> well, it, it's again, it's the... The kids aren't 
that great at delivery. I mean, yes. It's, it's, so let me guess. The kids are, the kids are CW kids, right? Like we're, we're talking yeah. from the CW stable. But again, not yeah. as not as bad as you would think. Like, there is that bad, some bad in there. But it, you know, they're, they're not that bad. Not like Riverdale or something. But you know, it's right. it's just like but, you know, but notable. It's a very okay. cheesy line, like "You're not my dad" t- mm. sort of thing, um, okay. and you just add that with the kind of delivery, and it was it was a bit of a laugh out loud moment for me. Yeah, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. but um, you know, everyone enjoys it, so that's good. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, thank God, because as I said before, I really wanted a Superman show to watch every week. So, yep. so what do yeah. we got? What do we got now with CW? Because a, a Certain shows have finished up, right? Like Arrow and 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 Flash, they're finished, aren't they? Or and Supergirl are finished. Um, so we've got Superman and Lois. Uh, who else will be playing in the same kind of sand sandbox with them? Well, one of the things is I was pretty much there was one reference to like Crisis oh. in the episode, okay, but there was no references to the Arrowverse outside of that, really. Okay. In fact, they're kind of like. The kids have grown up now. They're like in their teens, so this must be a long time after. Okay. Um, the current shows. So I don't know. It'll just keep them kind of disconnected. Yeah, like Black Lightning is ending too, right? Yeah, as well. Yeah. I don't think I put that together. That is, is that the last CW DC show? Uh, there's Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, okay. hasn't that? Okay, I thought that finished ages ago. Okay, fine. Yeah. No, I think it's still going. I'm just, okay. I but I. Well, I don't really keep track. I know that Supergirl <laughs> and The Flash are on their last season, though. Yeah. Um, okay, so Superman and Lois is uh, potentially a, a new phase coming out, um, and, and who knows what else will be there, you know? Lobo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wonder if that'll be good for it. To kind of not have the, the yes. giant crossover. Well, that's what I'm. That's what I'm alluding to. Whether it does, it's not bound and obligated to be part of this right. bigger thing. It's just it can be its own thing. So, right. well, I think I mentioned. Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned on the show, but like the the crisis crossover turned Mum off the shows because she didn't. She just has Foxtel, and mm. Foxtel like randomly deletes episodes, and she couldn't watch the crossover, and she didn't know what was happening in her own main show. Yeah, right. You know. Right. So the crossovers, they don't work for everyone. Like, not everyone is, you know, internet savvy. Some people just watch the shows and like them. Like, crossovers are fine, but the show needs to be able to be watched without having to watch the other shows as well, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because you do have casual viewers. But even, even that term casual viewer, that's all right, because mum really likes Supergirl, you know? Mm, yeah. And she's just missing out on a bunch of stuff because, so I don't know, I, just, I, miss, I miss the days of, you know, like, crossover is fine, but just don't make it, super reliant on it yeah uh, yeah so you know worried about that they're going that direction with a few other things but anyway uh maybe they'll just put all their budget into superman and lois and we'll get like doomsday and stuff that'd be great. <laughs> that <laughs> that Mon- be no cool. no no mongol mongol yeah i mean Mongol's <laughs> look i'm not gonna lie if i was writing the next superman movie mongol would probably be it uh be in it and awesome. Warworld because yeah. solid choice yeah you know, there, done it a... yet, so yeah that's that's a that's a big one that has not been used. And, I, and even uh, talking about, you know, comics this week, there's a you know story in here that would be great for yes. some source material. Well, they gotta know what you, yeah, they got to know which one you mean. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. 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 So speaking of Future State, should we uh, jump into it? <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. 
It's a pretty good segue. That is um, good. Yeah. <laughs> you like that tee up? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Nice one, Adam. All right. Well, let's let's uh, let's fly off to the future. Up, 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 up and, and away. Are you a fan of comic books? Are you a fan of comic book villains? Well, join me, Russell, as we take a walk on the dark side with Tomes of Evil, the podcast dedicated to discussing, analyzing, and overall glorifying the villains of Marvel Comics, DC Comics, and all your favorite indie books. Tomes of Evil, a comic book building podcast. Alright, we're here. Uh, let's start with Superman of Metropolis, because that's the first one. Yeah. So, uh, on issue two. I'll just wait for it to load. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I found uh, most of these were an improvement on the first issue. Not yeah. all of them, mm-hmm. but most. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, I was going to say that the the same point that even issues one that I was kind I left kind of like eh. Yeah. I don't know. I, I the issue two by the end I was I was sold. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd absolutely agree as well. And I, I want to post it to to both of you. Is it because like maybe issue one was a, a you know, your generic setup that like we get a lot of a lot of fun in the second issue? Uh, I don't know because I'd certainly found that for a lot of these second issues. I um, guess so, but you would think that the premise of starting in the future, all that setup, should have been really fun. Mm, yeah, true. And, and intriguing, but. Yeah, yeah. But but you're right. That that has to be what it is. Is all the payoff was in too? Yes, the payoff exactly. Payoff. I think that's a word. Yeah. I think I think that's true for this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least. Um, so Superman of Metropolis two. We have a cool cover, which is uh, Superman and Kara, uh, or John Superman fighting off a bunch of brainiacs. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure this doesn't actually happen. No. But, uh... <laughs> Again, like it's yeah. And then in the background, you have brain cell. Uh, like yes. ominously looming up top. Um, uh-huh. So uh, we we start off in a brain cells ship mm-hmm. or Brainiac's old ship in space. Uh, you know, there's some interesting stuff here. We have like stuff in the background showing like different Supermans. Mm-hmm. You know, we have mm-hmm. Golden Age Superman, Mullet Man Superman, yes. and I believe uh, Truth Superman from mm-hmm. the New Fifty Two. Uh, now, like, what, he's he started growing trees now? So plant, some planets can't be saved, but their trees and soil can. That was yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, and uh, one thing I noticed here, where whenever John's eyes go red, only one of them go red. Oh, is that all <laughs> the time, is it? Okay, I never noticed. Yeah. Uh, maybe not all the time, but 
it's definitely noticeable sometimes. And obviously, I think that's supposed to show his half-human, half He's half, yeah, okay. All right. It's a very literal uh, kind of representation, but yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was yeah, about- I didn't notice that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, I... I, I, I I still like John in this. John was still interesting to me because he's not he's not quite living up to his dad, but he shouldn't. He should you know, sort of be his own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I mean, glad. To... Yeah, I mean, by the end of it, I mean, yeah, you, you can see where he's come from. And, and yeah, I certainly do like um, how they painted John as well, yeah. uh, just in this. It's just really cool because he's such a different character to Superman, but he's, he's trying to pave his own way. Um, and that's pretty. Uh, that's testament to uh, li- literally. I guess the main thing that happens in here, he comes up against. Uh, he there are all these clones of Superman. Brain cell yeah. just you know kind of materializes them all, and and it's, it's very much a cathartic thing. I think. Um, mm. for, yeah, but um, v- very cool. It was um, it was really cool. They even get one of my favorites. Oh, Shaq is Superman as well. I'm looking in there. Um, they all have the curl, but they look distinctly different and they basically, you know, just kind of taunt, um, John, uh, but also at the same time we get, we get, uh, Kara as well. She's got her own kind of side thread, um, happening. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I love, if I can just say visually as well, uh, not a not ashamed to say it as well, but like when she flew off and and I don't know just the way her cape kind of flows, um, I was just thinking to myself, oh yeah, yeah, I'm really I'm really digging <laughs> this. I'm digging this because she's like this is like the Superman and and the super people that I really story that I really love, you know, because they're they're you know they're flying off in space. Um, mm. They're part of this kind of mythic civilization. It just all kind of came together for me for, for that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, no, I really, really enjoyed it in that that regard. It was because um, we have covered stories even back as far as the '60s about Superman's sort of lineage mm. and future Superman. Um, so it is cool to see that touched upon again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and there's an interesting point where it's like you know, Brain Cell says there's clones of Superman in the future, but not you. Um, sort of saying he'll forever be like the template, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, I've I've stuff to say about the Superman uh, clones, but did you have anything to say, Adam, before yeah. I start talking about them? Well, it's I'll start off by saying it. I I wasn't as as high on issue one as you guys were. Mm-hmm. I was kind of disappointed by it, and not because I don't like John making mistakes or anything, but it just it just overall seemed a little sloppy to me, okay. just yeah, structure wise. Yeah. yeah. And issue two still has some of that. Mm. I, I hate to like start negative, but I think this was my my least favorite future state book. Okay, just because it was a little, a, li- a little. I don't know. I don't know if every move was necessary. It just seemed a little sloppy to me, like I said. Mm-hmm. But issue two was an improvement, I think. I and mean, I, I agree with yeah. everything you guys are saying. There, those are some definite like pluses in there. Mm. And I, I liked the the move with the clone Superman, and they represent different eras of Superman. But it, overall, I I just didn't find this story that engaging or relatable in any significant way. Mm. Yeah. What, what did you think of Adam for the basic premise of of John miniaturizing like Metropolis? I mean that that's a big thing, right? And, and uh, yeah, yeah. I was into that. Like, like okay. when yeah. it was uh, solicited, 
that John would bottle Metropolis. I was like, okay, that could be something interesting. Mm -hmm. But I, I mean, I know we're talking about issue two, but I, I do remember issue one. I had a very just odd experience that I've never had with the comic book. That it was like, I felt like the the setup was like, okay, these two factions are going to war. And then I turned the page. He's like, all right, time to bottle Metropolis. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> like, I, I mm. looked to see, like, if I missed a page. Because, like, why is he bought? I didn't get the reason. Right. I didn't yeah. get what it solved. But the overall idea, I the nugget of the idea, I like. It's just, I, I'm not. Just getting there was, was probably right. a bit clunky. The execution was yeah, a little yeah, yeah. clunky to me. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little. But it's so, I guess that's one of the drawbacks of you know, being only able to tell this story in two issues, because mm. it feels like a story that could be four issues. Yeah. Um, you know, um, but, but as, so as for... could, could they have cut out some stuff then? Like, did, is there, why does, does Supergirl have to be here? Does, does brain cells have to be brain cells? I could thought... he have just been Brainiac? Mm. Yeah, see, I guess we'll get to it in the Supergirl comic, but I thought, a setup for that comic was going to happen in these issues, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. So, oh, about her moving to the moon and, and yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. had a big fight because they do them. the that opposite. Would be... They reference yeah. this in first issue of Superwoman, and then you know she says she has a big fight with John and Les, but then like yeah, they're on good cool. terms at the end of this. So mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't really, um, yeah. But though uh, you didn't start off negative, I started off negative like half hour ago, so it's all good. <laughs> uh, these Superman clones, though, I like the idea, but I do have some quibbles, mm-hmm. if you will. Okay, <gasps> no, uh, not the quibbles. So, Golden Age Superman saying he fought the Nazis. Well, let's start with that. Um, <laughs> he fought the Nazis on the covers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but as as our friend Tasman from Aspiring Kryptonian pointed out to us, she read every. She's read every Superman issue and appearance from the 40s, and he did not fight the Nazis in the comics. It's, mm. it's true. It's a Be- weird thing. I, okay. I actually do... I think there is one issue where he fights Nazis. There's, there's, and there's that, like, and there's, newspaper strip? Yes. Yeah. Newspaper strips he does. And even that, not often. Yeah. And then there is one story that's like they use an, a Nazi... Uh, stand in like there's something yeah. called like the you know the bloopers or whatever, but they're very obviously like they're doing the high Hitler yeah to their mm. dictator and everything. But yeah, he only uncovers he fights in World War Two, which is it's funny because a lot of people think that Superman was fighting in yeah. World War Two, but he wasn't, and the reason was they didn't want to disrespect the troops actually fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's cool. there's an issue where he he tries to enlist, and he he fails his eye exam because he uses <laughs> x-ray vision and reads the chart in the next room. <laughs> so that's that's their in-universe explanation for why he didn't it's pretty <laughs> go great. over there and do anything. It you know and it you know he's the the champion of the oppressors of all. So I think it like I think it makes sense for Superbad to be more of like a defender staying, you know, in America. Right. Mm-hmm. That was in the case reasoning. they yeah. they got through. Um and then the next Superman which I'm assuming is like 50 60 silver ages you know talking about the red scare yeah it's like well Again, superman never really a thing yeah no he was he didn't he wasn't political at all really he was doing crazy stuff with like the superman family and right. then like the 50s was very sci-fi slash new family members and the 60s was like full-on sci-fi and weird stuff like mm-hmm. it was deliberately distancing itself from the red world so he didn't fight the red scare 
either. Yeah, you could uh, argue that, like, symbolically, some of those aliens meant something. Yeah, you, but, you yeah, could. But, yeah, it was never, like, those dang Russians. <laughs> yeah, so that, that struck me as a bit odd. And it, it it's kind of, like, I don't want to say irksome or worrying, but, like, that people do think Superman was just this super political figure, when, mm-hmm. like, he really wasn't. Yeah. Um... You know, he wasn't, like, Captain America. Yeah. In the sense, too. I'll say, I I do believe Siegel and Schuster intended him to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a few uh, early stories that really tackled it, but it was nixed by the company earlier than people think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, um... Yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, the, so you have the mullet Superman. Okay, that's correct, you know. He, he Shackers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have, uh, the truth Superman, who saw about how he died. Um, so what, what's what's a truth Superman, um, Adam so, and, and Connor? Yeah. Before I, you go on, that's another one that actually confused, that's the one that confused me, because I thought it was Morrison's t-shirt Superman, but the shirt was black. But the yeah, hair doesn't the, match truth Superman. There was so a it's kind of, of I guess, an, yeah. Sorry, go on. And and he says and he's he mentions rebirth, which is like, okay, so that's not I guess that it's a combination of the last ten years. Well I guess I guess like New Fifty Two and Rebirth Superman are like the same dude now. Kinda, uh, yeah. <laughs> well they the like they got merged like it turns out they were the same dude. They were just sort of split apart. And then they right. got merged back into one. It's just beyond stupidity. Like why they, you know, yeah. you could have just avoided all this by not killing off New yeah. Two Superman in the first place and just having him do a time skip or something and naturally transition to Super Dad. But whatever. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. So this because it looked a couple of times like this T-shirt Superman was wearing a cape, but then he wasn't. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was confusing too. But uh, I, I guess I was kind of just happy to see like a Nifty Two reference there. Um, but you know, it, it was it was a bit confusing. Uh, these clones, like, you know, I, I I like what he was going for, but just got a few things wrong. But then at the same yeah. token, it doesn't really matter because they're not like they're not real. Yeah, they're they're, so I, they're a copies. Of, yeah, of like Superman eras. So yeah, yeah, but it does uh, kind of speak to what i've kind of saying about the whole issue is like it just kind of needs some fine tuning it's just a little bit off everything's a little sloppy mm-hmm. yeah and i want to i also want to say i found final days of superman much sadder than death of superman um okay. just just putting that out there and yes i've read <laughs> i had i experienced them both reading every single issue of that continuity up to them Yes, Death of Superman was sad when I read every single issue beforehand, but I don't know, man. Final Days of Superman was just rough. It was rough for me. Um, Yeah, I mean, I guess all my other notes is more to do with the, like, I guess the ending. I mean, you know, Kara comes back, which is cool. You know, there's... I guess John sort of. Uh, you, you guys can take over if you want, because I don't really have much to say about. Oh no, I'm I I I'm kind of said what I wanted to say too. I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, again, off the back of the first issue, um, I really did enjoy the art. There was one kind of panel though that um, where the anatomy was kind of a, a little bit 
uh, askew, and that was mm. uh, there was one with uh, John. It was a shot of uh, from behind, and and you see from behind him, and, and his body just looked a bit warped. But other than that, I think I was really impressed with the art. Again, I think I mentioned kind of last time. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed the art to this. Uh, just it wasn't what I was expecting. It, it's it's a level of art that. Yeah, I just wasn't expecting. Um, so I, I really enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, there were just little bits here and there where the art was a little inconsistent. Uh, but other than that, I mean, the story-wise, um, I, I, you know, I ran with it all. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. Um, but I do take your your comments, so Adam, about yeah, I mean, it, it could be tightened up a bit more. I mean, like you're asking mm-hmm. questions as to why. Why do we need to know th- this bit and that bit as well? Yeah, um, it would have been good if they did tie it to Kara, um, the the title a bit more, uh, more than what you what you mentioned, Adam. Um, there was opportunity there because she she features in it, um, but yeah, um, yeah, no, I, th- I thought it was uh, just a solid outing. Yeah, yeah, um, I you know, it's obviously like John defeats Superman clones and he outsmarts brain cells and defeats him, mm-hmm. and Supergirl you know, sort of takes back... Well, she apologises, but in a pretty crummy way, and, like, honestly. And, yeah. uh, she's like, I was right, but I, you know, still apologise. I'm like, well, I don't think you were right. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I thought John was pretty reasonable at her, the whole thing. But, um, yeah, and then, so John saves the day, uh, you know, beats the clones against all odds, outsmarts brain cells and stuff, because he's not Kryptonian, so he's not susceptible to the... Neridium mm-hmm. or whatever, and then he restores Metropolis with the help of uh, Supergirl, who gets uh, brain cells to rebuild the, the enlarging ray. Uh, and then at the end, he sort of, I like, uh, I like this ending where John's like, "My dad was Superman for the entire world. These people need more. They need a commitment." And then, um, yeah, it's something that wasn't apparent, I guess, to the citizens as well. But it, it was very much a reset for for John and and for the readers. It, it seemed like he came he came to a realization. Yeah, you know, he sort he, of decided to become the champion of Metropolis. Yeah, I mean, he was, he was now. Yeah, like, he was before, but like, yeah, it just seemed to. I think more of his efforts are focused here now because he's not like he's not his dad that he might maybe yeah. one day, but at, at this stage, he probably can't take on the whole world mm-hmm. as his sort of charge yeah um so i thought that was a nice ending and it tied well into the title as well you know superman and metropolis mm-hmm. yeah very much so um you know a future superman which is cool and i'm you know they could explore more stories with that and stuff which i guess might have been what was going to happen but i don't know um as for the backups uh look i didn't read the miss miracle one uh i did read the guardian one it was okay the first guardian one was better okay um you know they're not they're not like it gives you a bit of insight as to what was happening in Metropolis while this uh-huh. is going on. But uh, oh yeah, yeah, I read that one. Yeah, yes, I, I, I thought I, I enjoyed that one. Yeah, yeah, I think it was okay. I don't think it's essential, but it adds a bit no. more. Um, unlike yeah. I think there's no backups that are essential, really. Um, it's a, a little bit. This of... is the only one that adds anything. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like just for, just for that effect of world building a bit. You, yeah, you know, just to see from different perspectives and. You know, we are very much in the future state, that sort of stuff. Uh, you know, I, I can see the appeal. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, any any wrap-up thoughts, guys, or is that it? I think uh, we got more books. <laughs> yeah. Go yeah. on, dude. 
All right, well, I'll give this uh, seven bottled metropolises out of ten. Yeah, how about you, Adam? I I think I'm not comfortable going over five bottled metropolises. Oh, cool, okay. I guess for me, that's just, that's like... Yeah, sure. That's like a C. I I just put it down, I was like, okay, next one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, um, fair enough. I'd, I'd give it about a seven as well, just in the fact that um, it was better than what I expected for the for the title, and and the second issue uh, certainly did uh, give a lot more, uh, you know, a lot more popcorn action scenes mm. and fun to it. So yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, now for Superman: Worlds of War Two. Ooh. Uh, which, which Ooh. was our favorite last week, the first issue. Uh, so the cover is just Superman with a bit of a bit of a Jay Leno chin, just looking um, fantastic art again. Good, straight at us. Got to say, yeah, jeez Louise. Uh, you know, I thought this cover was a bit lackluster compared to last week's. And yeah, I, I prefer the variant. Okay, what, what's um, a variant? The variants, this just the same style as last week's variant, like the uh, same artist. Oh, that just, that kind of like painted thing. Yeah, and he's yeah. in a different sort of pose. Yep, yep. Um, and I think they just go better together. There's two covers. Yeah, yeah. That that cover, that variant cover too. It it harkens back to the uh, uh, John Carter. Oh, yeah. Sort of homage too. That's why I think it works better. But even the main yeah. cover, I I do think it's just his, his face. I do still think that kind of cover is kind of effective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're right. But for this story, yeah, go all all out, Gladiator. I guess. I just this um, yeah. Someone said this is a World War Hulk ripoff, which made me chuckle. Um, uh, not really. It, it's you know only in like abstract. Yeah, know. they're both gladiators in space. Yeah, and plus, exactly. uh, Superman Exile came before World War Hulk anyway, which is mm. Superman as a gladiator in space. So yeah. Um, plus, hey, John Carter, that whole thing. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so we, we go back to this chick. Uh, keep keep her name. <laughs> yeah. um, Whatever her name is. Sarah? Uh, Let's call her Sarah. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking as well. <laughs> We're all trying to find it. Well, I don't way, even know if they mention her name in the issue. Oh, no, I, or they at least miss something. Issue. Yeah, she's got a... Oh, I don't think. The, yeah, sorry. What What are the people from that like Superman, um, you know, hippie sort of love yeah, circle? The mediator, the 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 MC. She said it. Yeah. Uh, but well, the one of them comes running up to her. Oh yeah, sorry. Started this issue, and he's like, "Hey, uh, what do you mean when you said Clark Kent saved you, as opposed to Superman?" And then she says she pulls out this story that he wrote when she really needed it. And, you know, helped her find her purpose, pulled her off a literal ledge. Um, you know, and she's like, if you want to get who he is and why he's coming back, read that. And so we get, like, Clark's, Clark writes this, like, article. Um, and it sort of parallels Clark's own current experience on Warworld as well. Because uh-huh. um, the, the narration's happening as Clark is doing his, you know... Yeah. Uh, star trek fight to the death thing um and it's it's a cool shot actually it zooms out from earth 
zooms out from Kansas, zooms out from the US, zooms out from Earth, zooms out from, you know, Galaxy yep. and all that stuff. And we go back to the chaos that is War World. Um, and look, I can't get enough of, you know, Gladiator Superman. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Which is great. Uh, you know, and. Um, I mean, the art certainly helps as well. Uh, I, I want to say that again, but. Um, oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, the art's great. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you guys, what, what do you guys have to say? Yeah, Adam. Oh man, I, I could I could talk about this story for the entirety <laughs> of the. I loved this story, which is so such a great feeling because I it's it's the it's the guy who's going to take over, you know, Superman and action next. Mm. So this was just such a a a great promising start. It, I I I mean I'll say like. Even Gladiator Superman, I was kind of like, okay, whatever, going in. And the fact that it was so much more than that is was just so so promising that uh, Philip Kennedy Johnson, the writer, is just thinking of of Superman as so much more than mm-hmm. the brute strength. And he's thinking of he's thinking of every aspect. Yeah. I think Superman is is more of a juggling act than people realize, and he's he's got that down i think yeah um yeah. like the fact of like how you do a, a superman gladiator story how do you do that with someone who refuses to kill and he what he reveals is he's not even aiming for the people that are trying to kill him he's just yeah. breaking their chains yeah which is insane it's that blew my mind because my mind went to like the the classic image is of Superman breaking his own chains. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's been used as as just like showing how strong he is since like Schuster was the first person to do it. It's been going on for for eighty years, that image. Yeah. And so for I think this story said to me like, no no, Superman is about breaking other people's chains. Superman is about like <laughs> he's he's so much like like it goes back to the first issue where the guy's like no he's superman was great because he was strong and mm-hmm. he kind of yeah. like roll your eyes at that guy and that this was kind of the payoff to that kind of guy being wrong i think mm-hmm. and that was just such a that kind of it, it's the type of issue that kind of really reinvigorates or extra invigorates my my love for the character yeah 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 yeah, look, I I I would have to say that um, I had the complete opposite reaction to both. No, only joking, guys. <laughs> only joking. <laughs> well, I was, I didn't see where I was going. So yeah, no, no. Pointed, you're joking. But... Uh, that, yeah, no. I I absolutely loved this issue. Like, I I just really mm. enjoyed it. It was just, it was you know, people say chef's kiss, that sort of thing. It was really cool. Um, everything that you said, Adam, as well. I mean, I, I don't want to just repeat what you said, but exactly all those things as well. Um, it, it seemed like such a simple concept, you know. Um, but I yeah. love, I love this idea of the paralleling. Like, you know, the, she she set up. They Philip um, Johnson set up this thing about her um, being impressed with with Superman because of something that he wrote, right? As Clark Kent, not Superman. She she was really invested with Clark Kent, and so we get the payoff here. We we get what really hit home for her and we read mm-hmm. through it and as i was reading through it you see those images 
of Superman um, as a gladiator, just doing like basically living out what yeah. this guy Edgar Waters. Um, Can did. I just say too? I I love mm. that move. I think I've mm. seen that once or twice when they they have like an article that yep. either Lois or Clark wrote on action pages that kind of parallel. That's a that's just, that's an awesome move <laughs> to yep. do. Yeah, sorry, sorry to interrupt. But yeah, go on. No, no, no. Um, but but I just I don't know. I just felt the impact on this like just way more. You, you you know. Um, and it was just you know beautiful art as well. But also the fact that uh, with that confrontation with Mongol, um, he's kind of like he's like killed him like thousands of times. He doesn't even know how many times he's done it. But Superman comes back all the time, and it's that mm. idea of like he's not doing it like to. He's doing it to, to break the chains, the same sort of thing. So I had the same kind of mind-blown um, thing. And I don't know, if you look at the whole scheme of things, you could you could say that, yeah, I mean, Superman does. You know, he does does it for the other people as well. But it's it's just, it seemed like a really fresh take on it. Um, and, yeah, no, I, I just really, I just really enjoyed it. The pacing, everything. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Even the action scenes were, were quite, really quite kinetic because, uh, again, the way that the art was done, you, you could follow all the moves that Superman does. Uh, look, I'm very much into that as well, like making sure that things are uh, look like it flows. Uh, so, so that was it was fantastic. And then at the end, uh, when she and that other guy they find um, the vehicle as well, um, or, or the, uh, actually even the fact that they yeah. they go to the real they go to the real Kent site. Um, I thought yeah. that was mm-hmm. a great great touch as well. It's because like, oh look, you know that's a tourist made thing over there i actually know where it really is and um so that you, you kind of feel that you're getting this genuine uh, like you know you're getting a you're coming along for this ride for this like the real deal um yeah and i don't know it was, it was a really good piece and and as two parters go uh i i think that this could not be paced better you know yeah. it, was, it was perfect for a two-parter i'll say too another thing speaking of like two parts so it this is an observation of mine. This is something that I heard in an interview with mm-hmm. uh, Philip Kennedy Johnson. And the, um, so issue one is how people see Superman. And issue two is how Superman sees people. And I think okay. that's, that helps a lot with pacing. For, yep. like, uh, to your point, is to have each one have a complementary separate theme. Mm-hmm. And then also, I just think that's brilliant because the relationship between Superman and humanity after 80 plus years of superheroes after Superman, that's still one of the things that Superman does best, you know, in the mm. Superman story. Yeah. So that, I thought that was a, just a really brilliant thing to, to open with. Mm. Yeah. And it helps him feel like, like a, a larger than life figure, which is a big goal of the upcoming run. Yeah. But it, it's, it's really encouraging to know that that's what he's what the writer's going for, but he also still knows how to write Clark Kent, and he knows how to bring it down to earth. Yeah, he, he, that's right. He he does. He he's got a balance down for sure. Yeah, I've got a lot of faith in um in Philip K. Johnson as well as a writer. Yeah. Now he just he, he's I'll say really, too. Yeah, I I I discovered that I, I learned from you guys that he was. Uh, going to write this book i remember this distinctively working and and you guys someone sent a message in the discord that was like you know new superman writer announced and our our reactions were kind of like or at least mine was like okay 
like kind of <laughs> seems like a filler like yeah kind of like what uh, the last god guy and someone was like i think he wrote a captain america story yeah. and since then i've read almost every comic he's he's written because he's fairly new too nice. so okay. it's not hard to read all of his comics yeah uh and he's he's become one of my favorite writers. Yeah. Has the last god finished? I believe. I, I read the first three issues or so, but um, I feel I like could it would be work wrong. Better it the last issue either came out it recently or has not come out yet. Right. Okay. Uh, and then they're probably going to do some spinoffs. Yeah. Interesting. Um. Yeah, I mean, if you have anything to take from all that, is that we do have a Discord, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, amongst other things as well, like, you know. Yeah. Um, I think I think Philip K. Johnson, I mean, as you're saying, Adam, it's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a, a risk, of course, as well, but, like, um, look what happens. Like, you give someone something and they yeah. they actually are invested in the material and, and they're decent yeah. writers, then you're going to get some good stuff. Like, um, Connor and I, we, we talked before about like say the Bendis run and you know we've we've had many conversations about Bendis and he's been around the trap for a long time he's 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 released great stuff you know but sometimes you do need like a newer writer yeah that that actually I mean there are so many great writers out there um but one that really latches onto the material and one that really um does put in a lot more than just you know just clocking in, you know what I mean? So um, I, I was very surprised with Philip, um, Philip K. Johnson, and so I, I will be following his stuff as well. I don't think the art looks great for the new, one of the new ongoings, I will say that. Oh, okay, um, right. But, I uh, bet you're referring to Superman with... Possibly. Philip Hester. Uh, I, I can't li- really I like... remember. <laughs> yeah, I just remember uh, it being very I'll cartoony. say I, it's um, stylized, but I like mm-hmm. it, yeah. Yeah, um, you're probably thinking... Yeah, he did um uh, the endless winter Superman, oh. which I correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think you read. I I have not read it. I just got it because I like the cover. <laughs> oh, you haven't read. Uh, well, he did that. He did a very good job in that book. So okay. I, I wonder if I wonder if he'll sell you on crack it open yeah. his yeah. his style. Crack you know, I, I like my space Superman to be very majestic, but um, sure, you know. Um, so as for Worlds at War two, yeah, I, I wasn't as on board with it with you guys like that person who said uh first one was a commentary on like superman second was a commentary on humanity's view on superman like i uh, i guess but i feel like the second one's also really a commentary on who superman is mm-hmm. and i think mm-hmm. the whole the, these two issues are more a commentary on who superman is than anything else okay uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I can see what you mean. Yeah. It's it, it like talking one. about him as a myth, you know, talking, everyone's talking about him. Like, he's the third, yeah. he's the un, unseen kind of thing. So, yeah, for sure, I can see that. In the, in, in the first one, as you said, Ray, they're all talking about, like, what everyone sort of views him, like, you know, mm. and, like, there, there's an element to truth, an element of truth to what everyone is saying in the first issue. And then you see who he really is in the second issue. Yeah. Where he's really been and what he's really doing and, you know... I think ultimately it sort of comes down to the whole never-ending battle, like literally <laughs> never-ending battle. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I just found the whole Edgar Waters story even just compelling in itself. You know, it, um, what I was thinking while I was reading it was like, okay, so this writer, like Johnson, he's got to he's got to pretend that he's writing as Clark Kent writing an article. Yeah, and like so, this has got to be, and, and this has got to be something that has 
touched the core of someone like that, that the yeah. girl. And so I, th- I think he really did a really good job because I was like, I was interested in what that article was saying and, and the story of Edgar Waters. I thought it was f- fantastic. And, and the fact that, you know, it, it's so tragic as well because, you know, that, that's a good way to kind of invest people in it. That, you know, he, he continually tried to help people, although society brought him down. It was, yeah, yeah. so that story as, as well was just as compelling as then seeing the visuals of Superman go through his kind of motions as well. I, I have something to say about the article too, is that I, I you're right. It, it's a, it's an interesting challenge to write as Clark. Mm. Cause he's, it's gotta be good. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, uh, this is, it's a Nobel you know, prize. A legendary, no, uh, yeah. Journalist. Pulitzer prize winner. Yeah. 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 Uh, but there's, there's a distinction in my brain of the difference between Lois and Clark as reporters or as writers. Mm-hmm. And it's it's that Lois, she does the hard hitting like Exposes. big scale stuff. Yeah, she she tries to take down the president or whatever. <laughs> and and Clark is kind of he's more content with like fluff pieces and human interest, human interest stories. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And this was a very human interest story. That was a, a really cool move to to do. And mm-hmm. it, it's also interesting. This is just a little fun. Uh, tidbit that uh, Johnson has talked about he he's a musician himself and he, he brings a lot of music stuff into his work Okay, and I didn't know how that was going to factor into Superman but we have two uh, examples in this story Is in issue one there's the guy playing a Kryptonian instrument oh, and the guy yeah. looks very much like uh, John Williams I don't know <laughs> if you guys noticed that no, no, no and no. then in issue two, this article is about a uh, a jazz musician. Oh, yeah. At least that's right. part of what he was. Yeah, right. There was they they did that a bit in Lois and Clark early on. How Clark was really into like human interest stories that Lois would just look over mm-hmm. and not consider mm-hmm. that important. Um, Lois is pretty horrible in early Lois and Clark, um, <laughs> but uh, you know she had character development. And uh, but there was something we read recently, I think, where it was going on about. Uh, I just I can't place it in my head, but Superman was writing human interest stories, but Perry was complaining that it uh, read like it was from someone who was an observer. Mm, right. I just can't remember what that story was. Uh, that sounds familiar. I my, like my, one. Yeah. It was the... Uh, <laughs> uh, well, you're thinking of that one. There was uh, the digital series, Advent- Superman Adventures or whatever it was. Yeah, that Doc yeah. Shaner drew, and it was like, oh, I'm writing a, a a piece about how these twins found each other, and Lois is just like fluff. No, it's nice. It's fluff. <laughs> it's, it's, it's sweet that fluff. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I guess I guess it's, I'm opposite to you guys, but the, the article didn't really. I don't know. It didn't really strike or move me at all. Okay. Um. I just for me it was. Honestly, it was kind of intrusive. Mm, okay. uh, yeah. I felt like it didn't gel as well as it should have with what was going on. Sometimes it was either a bit too much or too little. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just a bit distracting for me. And they're just too conflicted with each other a bit. Obviously, there were some parts where it worked quite well. Yeah. Um, but, you know, to be fair, it's a difficult thing that he's trying to do and pull off. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't quite land the mark 
for me as it did with you guys. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, because I guess the danger is of actually literally replicating everything that the article says. You, you know, you can uh-huh. take it that way, and and but that would be, I think, would be a massive disappointment for me if it was. You know, oh, I'm not. I'm not yeah. saying it should have done that. I'm just yeah. saying, like, it just it felt more. It felt intrusive and distracting. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or I guess vice versa could be said for Superman finding gladiators being distracting to the yeah. article. Like, you know, it was just, yeah. um, you know, because there there has been things like this that have been done. You know, with articles mm-hmm. written over action sequence, and I think yeah. it's been done better. Uh, okay. In I think that was a part. There was. A point in Daredevil where they did it, I think they probably did it better. But obviously, Daredevil's not a journalist, but there was something like that. But um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Joe I Kelly, like... I think, did it a lot. Okay. Mm. Uh, that I did like. I still liked it though. Uh, I still thought it was very good. I I really love. As I said, I really loved parts of parts of like the article meshing up with Superman and stuff and all that. Uh, mm-hmm. And I really like the fact that you know Superman's lost everything. He's all alone. Uh, he's failed continuously, but he still hasn't given up. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I think that's a really important aspect of the character. Oh yeah, um, plays into, again the whole never-ending battle thing and Superman just not giving up when things go wrong, uh, which I think you know has been a thing a bit recently. But uh, yeah, so I I liked it, um, and it's I was excited to see that it said to be continued in Future State Superman House of L. Yeah, I uh, wasn't expecting that. Yeah, so, I, I thought it would have ended as well. And that's the only one that's to be continued in House of L one. Well, so you, have you guys read House of L? No. Yeah, I have. Yep. Oh, did you? Yeah, okay. I did. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. I guess I, I'll get around to it after the podcast. I guess <laughs> I won't. I won't um, say anything like plot wise, but I, I'll say that is a little misleading to say okay. continued in House of L. Yeah, very right. much. There's so. a little nugget, and actually, I think he's. Uh, said on Twitter, like it's 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 kind of more continued in the run proper. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't take House of L as a literal. Yeah. Part three. Don't think it's of it not, as. Yeah. It's absolutely not. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. But, but that's did he a good say point. this? This would be continued in the run proper. Let me. Well, that would be. interesting. I wonder if I can look up because he actually. I was talking about it with a friend, and he he. Uh, it needs said something to that effect. It needs to be. It'll be really cool. I mean, like again, I think this was done really well as a two-parter, but it mm. it, it you want to see more, right? Offers <laughs> so much more. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you guys um, think? Because the the biggest criticism I heard from number one was that people were like, "Oh, I was promised a gladiator story, and this was more just people talking." Do you think this this issue? Well, that was you, right? Uh, that was me. Yeah, that was that was absolutely me. Absolutely, no, no, because okay, I, w- I, I was actually, I was actually disappointed in the because it wasn't Connor and I did this comic. I think it was the anniversary. I can't remember which issue it was, but it was it was the same premise of them talking about Superman as oh uh, four hundred. Yeah, four hundred. This is the and I was thinking, oh god, is this it? Like you know, yeah. But I, that, I was expecting this was a better a, version of that. <laughs> it, it certainly was. It certainly was. It just wasn't what I was expecting. And like even the yeah. front cover and everything. Um, so I didn't get into it, but I think the the payoff on this issue, the second issue, 
um, is fantastic. I mean, I'd, I'd love. Do you to... think it delivered the promise? I I think so. I, I'd like to like you know mark it as issue two, but also as a whole because I I then would like to go back on issue one and say like as a whole, like as a two parter, this was such a strong thing. So mm. yeah. And, I mean, know, I for... think I, I think I gave it a good mark anyway. Um, for... you gave it eight point five. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like the. A really powerful moment in this issue is when, you know, Mongol is like, he's trying to break him mentally and physically, and then mm. Superman says, you know, I won't leave until I've broken every chain yeah. on the whole world. How he cool just stares Mongol right in the face. But how scary is Mongol as well? Like, he's vicious. He's got that yeah. like, blaster. What do you and... think of, of Mongol <laughs> content as a Mongol fan? Oh, this is, this is Mongol you know, stuff. This is good stuff. We love our purple <laughs> Mongol, but yeah. they've... They've really modernized his look here. They did, they did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which I guess, which we should point out, because it's pretty impressive. They sort of turned him into, like, it's a much less cheesy design. It's a much scarier design. Yeah. Um, it's it's more black, very dark purple. And there's, on his chest, there's, like, a symbol now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it really it really sticks out more than ever before. Yeah. It's, it's bright yellow around the, the black. Yeah, I guess I, I haven't said not, any good things about the the art like everyone else that yeah that's obviously a big the, the art's fantastic making mongol yeah. look great is part of it too yeah it's interesting how it's the same artist though for the earth sequences and the war world sequences because they're so different they are mm. aren't they they're a testament to a great artist so yeah yeah I mean, you know, if the art in the upcoming superman run was like this oh, i'd be drooling right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> You know, and that that shot—it's a very small panel, but Mongol just sitting on his throne, yep. looking at the fight. You know, kind of emotionless, and you don't see his eyes. Just, it's great. You know, Mongol content. You know, awesome. Uh, <laughs> you know, like it's weird. Like I love how he's getting love all of a sudden. <laughs> just like recently, yeah, popping up heaps. Um, yeah. <laughs> and now we have this like whole lineage of Mongols, like that just keep killing each other and trying to kill Superman. Um, <laughs> you know, it's pretty. Yeah, great. I love it. He's he's had, he's having a little renaissance here yeah she funnily enough in that superman returns game on the xbox uh the the tutorial level is uh world with mongol which is pretty neat um but uh yeah so i guess you know these two are a wham bam but the first one for me was a super wham and this is just you know it was a good bam but it wasn't like uh, (laughs) okay so uh Uh, can i I, say real quick too i i found the the tweet he this Ooh, is Hunter. Yeah. He said, "Hey guys, House of L does share some material with World of War, but other questions will be answered in the ongoing series later this year." Right. Okay. okay. So take that. Other like questions will be answered. I don't know how to take that. Maybe where yeah. where Superman gets his gladiator outfit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, just just for me, uh, so the first issue was like almost perfect for mm-hmm. me. Like I gave it a nine. Um, this whoa, might change on a reread, mm-hmm. but for now, it's tough. It's tough. I'm going to give it uh, 7.5 uh, Clark Carters out of 10. Oh, <laughs> uh, Clark Carters. How about yourself, Addy? Uh, this is a 10. Yeah. It's it's a 10 out. If, if not this, what for me? Right. It's a 10 out of 10. What, Clark Articles? <laughs> that's a little clunky rating system but it's a it's a 10 out of 10 oh great fantastic yeah i'd give it a um i'd give it a solid if i gave eight and a half for the first one 
I would give this a solid nine as well, and I'd give the whole thing. Like, I think it would bump... You can't just average it. I think it would be a nine as well, mm-hmm. just because I think the, uh-huh. the two work really well together. Um, uh-huh. I, I, I really enjoyed um, the, the article and, and Superman's actions in sync as well. It, it's just... Um, I know it's a, it's a technique used, but I think it was just done really well. Um, and, yeah, and, and the art just elevates it a lot more as well. So Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, okay, next up we have... Uh, ah, yes, Superwoman. Oh, uh, yes. You know, um, so I'll, I'll say from the bat, was not big on this. I prefer the first issue. Uh, I thought I actually didn't like this issue. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. How, how about you, Adam? This is interesting because, like, I know Connor and I, we know our, our views on... How about yourself? Yeah. I, again, I'm, I'm kind of... Uh, I actually shared some of your thoughts with number one. I was not that impressed with number one. Issue two was an improvement to me, again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I, I'd actually agree with you, Adam, as well. Like, I... Um, again, look, there's nothing wrong with with uh the with with bennett's um i think story uh, and the art is great as well margaret um savage mm-hmm. is really cool uh the first issue wasn't i think it just wasn't catered for me um so you know if i give my views on it subjectively it's just like it's not really not really my thing um i was uh, slightly assuaged with a, a a better kind of story for this one for me i mean for the second bit only because i guess there was a little bit more again i mean there's no setup and you get to see things happen we get to see Kari in action we get to see the eventuality of of what happens down the track on on the moon right um with with the civilization um i love these you know what it goes years years into the, the the future um but there was also a very kind of obvious uh, message behind it, a big, a big moral. So yeah, I mean, uh, not one of my favorites, but um, an, an improvement. Yeah, I, I think this is a book where the art is the star of the book. Oh, and the story is just kind of not bad. It's it's just it's, it's just not bad, but average, it's just yeah, yeah. And then the the art. I, you guys talked about the art last episode, mm. right? Like it's yeah. I love I, my takeaway from the art is I want to see more experimenting with colors like this does. Okay, I think yep. DC has been kind of getting away from uh, house style artists, but their all their colorists are still the same. Ah. This was the first comic I've seen kind of using these kind of pastel sort of. Uh, like I said, it's it's not watercolor because it looks digital, no, but it's yeah, it's kind of that yeah. palette. Yeah. That, so that do... was very impressive to me. I've just never read a comic that looks like this. We do have red and blue coming up, which... Uh, oh, yeah, that should be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so hopefully that'll do some crazy things with colours. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. The artwork's phenomenal. Uh, I, I guess what I said I didn't like it, I should mean I didn't like the story and the writing. Not Like, I love the artwork, um, mm-hmm. which is funny it's the same person. But <laughs> it's just... The, so I touched on it a bit in Superman and Metropolis... Uh, we didn't get any explanation for her, like, falling out or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so there's... So, the thing is, like, 
so the whole thing is here supergirl feels like john has stolen her thunder and legacy but nothing was a nothing was stopping her from asserting herself after clark left and mm. you know um and uh the, the other thing is like the whole premise that Kara was stolen of her legacy by clark as like you know this champion but the whole Superman act was started by Clark. That wasn't part of Krypton's plan when they sent him off. You know? Yeah. Like, you know, the costume and everything. Like, I guess unless you look at certain things like the Man of Steel movie and stuff. But generally, it's like, he's the, he, he's the one. Him and the Kents came up with the whole Superman thing. Mm-hmm. You know, she was yeah. just supposed to look after him. So the, the, the whole logic, like, it feels like the writer's trying to say some like commentary about the character of Superman and Supergirl, but I don't really think it works. Well, cause uh, the, the take with her sometimes is like, well, actually she's older. Right. Yeah. Is that, that's kind of what, but you're right. I guess it's not really hitting that point the right way. She was also like created after him, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, so oh, right. I mean, I mean, in universe, older. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I know in universe, but out of you know, you can't ignore like the right, out of right, universe right. The fact that you know she right. was made after to appeal to a different demographic. Like, and there's just there, there is nothing that you know. Yeah, I mean, I guess she's always going to be a bit secondary to Superman because he came first, and he's like one of the DC's big three. But you know, there's a lot of. Uh, Supergirl writers that do different things with her, explore different aspects. Yeah. You um, know, I I think you're hitting a, a point that is is maybe clicking with me why this was disappointing because mm. it's I thought that her going to the moon was going to be the thing that set her apart because honestly I th- I feel like there's nothing for her on Earth, mm-hmm. right? Mm. She's a, she only went there because Clark went there. Like she's the appeal to me uh, for her is she's more Kryptonian than Clark. So I kind of want to see her doing space adventures. I want her to be fully a space action hero. And so to put her on the moon seemed like a cool idea. But then it's we're still talking about Clark in this issue. And you know? why why is she punching Clark when he's trying to help her up in these flashbacks or whatever they are? Like that's yeah. just it, is that supposed to be the falling out that happened, or is that just her imagining herself hitting friendly Clark and John? You know, some people really have, have said that this this feels like a continuation of New Fifty Two Supergirl, and that uh, was like yeah, that was an early actually. thing. Actually, this yeah. this felt like a continuation of that character, which makes sense because she was very like you know uh, grumpy. <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, as for like. I guess I don't know what current Supergirl is really like, but I'm pretty sure, you know, she's quite different from New Two Supergirl, who was very hot-headed and, like, jaded and aggressive. Um, Mm -hmm. So it feels like... They her out, for sure. That's why the first issue worked for me as well. Mm -hmm. But this issue just, like... I don't know, there just wasn't enough there to sort of justify what it was going for in terms of writing. Plus, I thought the the dialogue of uh, the auntie or whatever was, like, weirdly human yes absolutely absolutely i i thought exactly that same thing there was a lot of colloquialisms in that i'm thinking this is an alien how come she's speaking like a very kind of you know urban earthling 
Um, mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I sorry, I, I had to chime in. I picked up on that totally no, no. as well. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's I mean, my thoughts, though. Um, yeah, I don't know. This this was a strange one. I, I thought, I mean, in a way, I, I know that it's also talking about Kara's um, relationship with Earth and such. Um, but for me, that stuff with um, with Superman and John and stuff was very incidental to this. It was more so there were two storylines that were going through here. It was basically um, uh, the story of uh, oh my God, I don't even know her name. The, the, the uh, alien, uh, yeah, light, yeah, yeah. Um, and her relationship with uh, with her her kin. Um, but then it was also kind of like a parallel of of, of Kara as well, and 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 how she um, her relationship with with Earth as well. Um, uh, so I I didn't really kind of I mean I didn't really kind of get into that whole thing about um, whether or not. Um, you know her, her 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 standing with John and all that, and her punching Clark. It, it didn't really bother me in that sense. It was um, the message was clear here for her. Like she'd gone over. It was very introspective. She'd gone over to the moon and um, and and even this thing about like you know it was the doing of the thing and not the reward that brought her peace. So she she went through a lot of stuff um, um, dissimilar to, to to Superman and John. Um, but she 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 forged her own path to do it, and and that act alone was was what has kind of brought her her kind of inner peace, and, and so it was all very very introspective for me in that sense. Um, so yeah, I didn't worry too much about you know the external factors that involved in, uh, that were involved in it. But having said that as well, um, I enjoyed this second part. But it, yeah, it just, it just it was good, you know. Um, but you know, I, I like my action and stuff, and um, comic books and, and superheroes, um, and mm. yeah, it's it's just not kind of my sort of story. But um, I I respect it for what it what it was trying to do. What do you guys think of? Because uh, this this new alien character is kind of the the co star mm. of the of the book, whose name I looked it up. It's Lenari. Lenari. What okay. do you guys think of her in general? Um, good new character, right. or just yeah. Uh, I would. I don't know if she's strong enough to be a new character, but I guess like, you know, uh, sure, shove her in the Supergirl book. Why not? <laughs> what? Well, I mean, I'll say uh, the designs of the aliens just being giant eels. I love that. That's, yeah. that's, that was cool. That's just a really cool choice. Visually, uh, visually, yeah. everything's great. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think even the backstory. I, I was actually quite in, partly invested in. It was in, an interesting. Yeah, backstory. the whole yeah. thing about them and having the jam, and um, you know, she's stealing yeah. it to, to gain the godlike powers that the civilization kind of always looked. But she's not. She's not meant to be the one that has it. So there's all this bitterness and rivalry for it. So yeah, it was it was fun in that sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there was there was a bit of thought behind you know where she was coming from. Um, but yeah, she. I, I reckon she she could easily be a recurring character, uh, as Connor said in the Super Supergirl title. But she could even cross over to other ones. I mean, the alien race seems, you know, pretty powerful. Uh, seems like a cool race. Yeah, but is. do you think like uh, the character herself? Would you want to see her? Like, what was your impression of her? Like, do you were you like this is a cool character, or were you just kind of like this? Ah, uh, but I, I think the way that she was written and 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 portrayed, I think she very much seems to be in the realm of of you know this sort of storytelling. Um, yeah, in that sense, if that kind of answers your question, 
She sure. Yeah, she. She's she's good. She's a good character, but I think she's very much catered towards. Like I can't even imagine her in a. I don't know. Like a, a, a different sort of Punisher comic. Ta- yeah, exactly. I was thinking something <laughs> like yeah, so I was thinking like Infinity Gauntlet or something like that, or something. I yeah. mean, it's yeah. it's the whole thing is like I'm not a Supergirl fan, so I can't mm. really comment. Like, I guess it, I'd be interested to see what Supergirl fans thought of this character. If they'd like to see her pop up in a Supergirl run or something because yeah. yep. I don't really have a stake. She, I, she wasn't that interesting to me. Right, like she was there, you know, to sort of point out Kara's inner conflict, um, and the, the I found like her race and backstory more interesting than her herself. Mm. Uh, yeah, but, you know, it was just yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty neutral. I didn't find her annoying like I did in the last issue, um, but yeah. So, mm. how, how you about know. you, Adam, as well? Like, did you find her intriguing? I I pretty much just echo your guys thought i i think the i guess i think the race and backstory is more interesting than the actual girl yeah mm. yeah. yeah i mean someone I that I just love the giant eels <laughs> yeah <laughs> well the, the fact that also she can like touch and and absorb your power as well is is pretty cool and yeah i yeah, don't know but even that is like other characters can do yeah, that of course we of do course. have that we, yeah, we just yeah, had a yeah. uh super a, a parasite who absorb superman and then his entire planet who running around in um action comics which is pretty funny uh you know this is the only good thing really because that artwork <laughs> <laughs> yeah um all right well do you, are we done with this issue do we want to give it a rating yeah yeah sure uh i guess i'll give it a, a, a five jewels out of ten okay uh, i didn't even think about it that much i'm just throwing that out there yeah sure sure uh, adam <laughs> yourself I think I'll give it a, a 6.5 joules. Because the one thing also we didn't... I, yeah, 6.5. Because I, I really loved the ending. I'll say that. That saved it for me. Oh, Where okay. And of, and maybe, yeah, and, and I, I'd say maybe uh, <laughs> four of those points are for the art. Oh, very big. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm overthinking. Yeah. Six point five. <laughs> if I take the art into consideration, I'm going to have to go six. Yeah. I just, I just yeah. can't say seven. Oh yeah. 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 For me, it's not. As... I, I wish it was higher. I guess. Yeah. But I, I just can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's not a seven. It, it, it's a six for me. Um. And, and again, purely subjective. Um. But the art is fantastic. Um. I think it was written, you know, kind of well enough. Uh. But yeah, it just it didn't really interest me that much. Yeah. All right. Um, so next up, we have Superman Wonder Woman issue two. Oh. Uh, wow, this was a massive improvement. Uh, probably my least favorite yeah. issue from last week is now really like a really great issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was, uh, you know, uh, awesome cover. I might add of uh, Superman and uh, Wonder Woman riding their their steeds. Yes. Uh, a little weird how much Wonder Woman is behind. It doesn't really feel like a shared cover, but it does look pretty good. Uh, oh, I okay. I see what you mean. Yeah. Maybe yeah. she was in the four. Maybe she was dominant in the first cover. I'll have a look. Oh, was she? Uh, I can't remember, I I can't remember the, the first cover. If she no. was, then the covers would go together. Um, maybe it's just cooler that Superman's riding a horse that represents the sun. Well, yeah. Maybe. Maybe Wonder Woman. 
like perspective is wrong. Maybe that is her. She's just very little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, they're they're both pretty prominent in the first cover. Okay. So, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Wow. Um, so yeah, we start off with Fortress of Solitude Easter eggs, which I love. Mm-hmm. And mm. again, I love John's new fortress. It's great. This little thing. Yeah. In the I want to say that's my favorite part of the contribution of this book is the floating fortress i just love so much mm-hmm. yeah um so you know superbad's waking up after he because he the last issue ended with him collapsing and so we get to the fortress and we have all these different colored kryptonites uh we have john's uh current costume the uh connor superboy costume and uh, yeah i love that i love that costume i noticed it was a, a different because it had the cape because um, I, I don't know about your thoughts, Adam, as well, but I really enjoyed the the updated Jonathan uh, costume in, in Metropolis. I, I like that. Um, I, I like this one too as well. It's just that I didn't realise he had two. Yeah, uh, has... Are we talking about the... I'm looking at the page. The one on the right that's like the... Yeah, he's wearing that like right the, now. The Legion. Legion. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, and then the left is like the the little the boy, boy Jonathan. Yeah, yeah. And then the middle is uh, the best Superboy. Just disagree. <laughs> oh no! Wait, well, you like John better? No, or, I I that Clark. I, I think that the jacket era is overrated. Oh, I, I meant it did. I, mean, I don't think it aged as well as people want to admit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like Connor in, in just a t-shirt, but yeah. <laughs> that 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 is the yeah that's the, I bet characterized that is the better costume the black t-shirt and the jeans. Okay, oh, okay. But where we get the Supergirl costume on the right, uh, and then we have uh, New Fifty Two or Rebirth. I'm not sure which one that is on the ground, but we yeah. have the Black Mercy on the right. I like oh, yeah. how yeah, yeah. Every continuity. The, that story has remained canon or being referenced. <laughs> like it happened in Post Crisis, New 52, and um, now here, and that's fun. And Jimmy Olsen's Signal Watch, Legion of Superheroes Ring, Baby Kal-El's Rocket, which winds up in Smallville, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> and what is that? Like a Superman robot or action figure? It must yeah, be with I think it, stiff arms. it might be referencing. Yeah. yeah, just like a doll. Or it could be like there used to be like a giant chess set with different figures like looking like that that's where my mind went but right. maybe i'm overreaching oh uh, yeah the chest set yeah uh oh, then we have keelix on the ground <laughs> you know because uh one's woman's trying to tame this mule oh, yeah. and a lot of people complained about the fact that they got the mythology of the mule wrong last issue that it's supposed to be a female not a male oh, and as it out. turns out one's one was getting it wrong yes the whole time and Fantastic. superman points out that it's a female yeah so uh, Ooh, either that was like a retcon or that was just always planned. It could have been. Um, always. I reckon it's always planned. Because it, it does bring them a bit closer yeah. together, I guess. Yeah, um, uh, Yeah, I really like the artwork in this. Yeah, it's, it's a bit wonky points. But... I, I, I didn't mind it because like I had issues with the artwork in the first one, but I guess getting used to it, um, yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't mind this at all in this one. It was also... I think there are... A couple pages where I'm like, that head looks weird, but yeah, yeah, it's real there's always good, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
there's more Easter eggs. We have the all-star Superman Lois Lane Superwoman costume and a box on the right. Is that where the gold kryptonite is, maybe? Oh, um, yeah. So many Easter eggs. I didn't find... pick up on any of this <laughs> you know, when I was reading it. I really like this line uh, where where she tells him that he fell from the sky and he's like, oh, did I hurt anyone? She's like, no, you did leave a Superman-shaped crater on Main Street, though. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Bugs funny. That it. made me laugh. I love that. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I found the, you know, the characterizations I found, like, she wasn't too likable in the first issue, but I found her very likable. She was very likable in this issue. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she, she had kinda, a cooler dynamic. Yeah, and she lo- loosened up a bit, you know. She seemed a bit, mm-hmm. you know, talking about the Bugs Bunny joke, stuff like that. She yeah, was a bit more, yeah, it's charming now. Yeah. Um, and uh, so there's this whole, yeah, the whole thing is like the the sun god wanting to beat Solaris in a race. Mm-hmm. Um, so now she's challenged him to a race. Yeah, uh, not I'll... Solaris, the sun god. Yeah. Um, because he thinks it'll add to his myth. Yeah. So there's a, oh, there's Crypto's collar and cape as well it's another easter egg <laughs> um uh, and uh oh yeah so this was cool every day he has to yeah at 10 o'clock hole. or something yeah 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 wow, this felt very <laughs> very morrison-esque to me it did yeah did you guys get some like true. all-star vibes from this this fortress uh, I am now. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I did. Just in the fact that was, yeah, the the very science fictiony type of you know angle, yeah, very um, large scale as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I liked that part. Like, I've a got part this of me was like, that, uh, this know. is like Morrison, but not as interesting. But I was like, just relax. It's so cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's you know, it's just like a little little bit of a look into John's daily routine. Yeah, he's, he's kind of painted himself in the corner there, like having to do that. I mean, that that's, you know, as you say, you, you don't want to stuff it up and forget a day and see you later. <laughs> you know, yeah. So, um, so he, he, essentially, the science is a bit over my head, but he, he prevents this black hole from, you know, enveloping this uh, solar yeah. system, really, yeah. or this galaxy, I should say, yeah, um, every day. And, you know, he's... Saves a lot of lives because there's a lot of planets that would go into it, and it's cool. Like there's like these ant people mm. living on the planets, which I like. Mm. Um, you know, and but yeah, having to do that every day. Like uh, if this was a Star Trek episode, they'd be going on about oh, you know, Prime Directive: Nature should take its course, let the black hole kill everyone. But oh, wow. uh, <laughs> what what I think is like you know. Maybe these aliens should look into evacuating. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Of some kind too. <laughs> well, like, so part of it day. too is is they're miniaturized too, right? So that maybe this is oh, their yeah. only option. I don't know. Yeah, it's a really cool little part though. Yeah, I think it adds a lot to John's character as well, um, and it will add to her character too because there's a nice little development there. Um, I think this was the most interesting part of the issue. Yeah. Uh, uh, which part? The fourth? Maybe, maybe, no, maybe that's not not fair. I think this was the this was the most interesting part of John's character to me. Yeah, is the because mm-hmm. it's the same thing how he he goes out every morning to say good morning, Metropolis. Yeah, it's yeah. It, they're showing his his commitment to every day he's going to try mm-hmm. to do this. 
Yeah. Then they have this, uh, you know, they've talked about how, like, they've come pretty close to the end of the world, like, just due to humans before. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's turned around now, Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a bit of, I thought that they were going to go down a very kind of eco-sociological spiel, but, yeah, that was good. Just for a couple of panels, and then... I yeah. love, uh, like, the green metropolis like the the yeah. forest architecture i think that's a great and i didn't even know like it was gonna have a story reason i just loved that yeah look for metropolis definitely um yeah it was nice to see it have a story reason and there was interesting here like where yara goes you know because john's like i'm half human i feel like we could just kind of mess things up again and she's like well you don't think the world could do without a superman and he's like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um but then we get we get the plot development, uh, you know, with the races. So they kind of do a cool thing where they switch roles. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it. I mean, the only way to really... Because they're at a bit of a stalemate between both of them, so why not just mix yeah, it up John a Yeah, John can't really take out Solaris because of the red sunlight. The red sun, yeah. And, you know, she might not be fast enough to beat yes. uh, the sun god. Yep. So she decides, she's like, I'll take on Solaris. Because uh, she's like, I reckon I can outsmart him. And I'm not, you know, going to get done in by red sun rays. And then Superman races uh, the sun god on the mule. Yeah. Reckon, yeah, because I mean, he's Superman, he's, he's pretty fast. So he should be able to do it. Yeah, and the sun god's like, I was supposed to race Wonder Woman. And he's like, yeah, but, you know, your myth would look pretty good if you beat me. And he's yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 like, I like that <laughs> angle. Yeah, he kind of, yeah. Well, I can't. I, yeah, I can't remember um, Solaris's and Wonder Woman's exchange because he wanted to fight Superman. Like he's going, "Who are you?" Like you know, "Who are you?" Well, he's he's like um, basically uh, Solaris wants Superman, and he's like, "I'll scorch your planet if you don't." Yeah, and yeah, she's like, right. "If you defeat me, you'll get him." He gives his word. That's and right. Solaris is like, "Yeah, I'll do it easily because you're just human." Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It seemed like a good deal for him. Yeah, sorry, I apologize. My my iPad has died, so I I don't have it in front of me anymore. <laughs> it's all good. So yeah, um, but I guess yeah, Solaris is right, but he doesn't realize she has the gun. Yes, that can uh, which that is pretty cool. Man was it, using on the black holes because it was set up yeah. a bit earlier. It's really cool. Hmm. Like, it was just introduced a bit earlier. Yeah. So the the race is going to be three hundred times around Pluto and back between Superman and the Sun God. <laughs> well, it, it's originally three hundred around the Earth, right? But Superman goes, yeah, that, but that Superman's like, it. <laughs> yeah, that causes way too much havoc. Um, yeah, you know. So let's do Pluto. Uh, Wonder Woman takes out. Well, not he doesn't. She pretty much takes out uh, Solaris with that gun, mm. and Superman is racing the sun god but he starts to fall behind a bit but uh yeah the gun turns solaris blue because mm-hmm. uh, there's like a bunch of there's actual reasons for it and stuff we just won't go into it um yeah. <laughs> so the it's science, it's science. It, it is science and it's like you know it's good science but i'm just you know we're we don't need to speak it works, yeah. it. It works. <laughs> trust us it works yeah yeah <laughs> so and then as soon as the red sunlight's gone superman ditches the mule although he does say thank you for the lift and then he just feels a lot better yeah yeah i I like it it's like uh she goes can you feel like it's gone now you know beyond your perimeter or whatever he goes yeah yep 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 i'm feeling pretty good at the moment so yeah Mm. off he goes the sun god chucks a tantrum he's like you must have cheated you know yeah 
he starts attacking Superman. Um, and then this, like... Yeah, this was cool. This was amazing. I thought this was, like, one of the coolest things ever. <laughs> the, so Superman starts flying toward... So the Sun God's attacked Superman, and he has him writhing in space, and Superman flies towards the Sun. And the Sun God's like, what are you doing? And then Superman proceeds to punch the Sun. <laughs> yes, he punches the Sun. How cool Which is knocks that? out the Sun God. Um... Which I found hilarious. Yeah, uh, I like. You know, I'm I'm just thinking now. Is I get was the point that uh, Yara's solution was very scientific, and this solution's very kind of magical, mythological. Mm. They yeah. kind of switched. Yeah, mm. yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, That's very, that is true. And, yeah, they're taking on each other's villains as well. Yeah, no, yeah. you're you're yeah. right. Her, yeah, they her took solution each was other's science. solutions. It's yeah. quite nice, actually. Yeah, the Superman's solution isn't scientific at all. It's purely based right. on myth. Like, Punch you know. the sun, <laughs> and 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 just instinct or gut. You know, he he just like there's even I loved it. Um, again, I don't have it in front of me, but like the sun god's like bashing him with blasts and stuff, and he he says something. It kind of comes off as like, oh, jeez. Bloody hell! Here we go. Like, you know, and oh, then yeah. then he decides to to go to the sun and just punch that. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it was yeah. really good. The sun god's gone on his supervillain streak, uh, yeah. and then so Superman shows up with the sun god over his shoulder, and Wonder Woman's like, "Did you just punch the sun?" I thought you didn't believe in gods. That was a very believing in gods way of dealing with that. So yes. that does reaffirm yes. your point, Adam. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then. He's like, wait until everyone hears that I fought Superman and Wonder Woman to a standstill. Mm, yeah. And he obviously didn't. <laughs> but no. John's like, yes, good on you, good battle, because that'll get him to stop. Yeah. You know. Uh, but yes, yeah, Superman is taking a day off. Yeah, because uh, again, set up from him having to do that daily routine. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I really, yeah, uh, it worked well. There, there seemed to be a, a lot of thought in the structure of this thing, and this, yeah. mm-hmm. this was a really great ending. So, yeah. you know, it's a really nice gesture on Wonder Woman's part to take over for the day as well. Yep. You know, she does the black hole thing and, um, you know, but John shows up anyway, but he has breakfast. Yes. And then he writes, good morning, Earth in the sky. So, wow. Talk about, like, set up in the first issue that we thought sucked and then it comes out with this banging issue like so cool it was a lot of fun yeah very very fun i really liked it um yeah that's yeah that's for me four out of four that issue two is better than one Mm -hmm. yeah i think for me this is two out of four Mm -hmm. but you know i think maybe the trend will continue maybe it won't Mm. two out of Uh, four did you say yeah, so I thought Metro- Superman and Metropolis is a better second issue. I thought. Ah, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought you gave. I thought that was your rating. I thought, why no, are we going no, no, no. to fours now? <laughs> it's like, yeah, sure, sure. Yep. Well, so which baby is that? Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's that's me. I have. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. I have the baby now. Ah. No, that's all my, good. My wife had had to take care of herself. Yeah, yeah. No worries. Maybe I'll. Uh, are you doing Justice League after this? Uh, yeah, we were going to yeah. do Justice League and then Batman, Superman. Oh, good jeez. Oh, then true. Imperious Lex. So yeah. So. All right. If if baby's too loud, I'll get off. But no, no, that, <laughs> that right. should be fine. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, should we go to Justice League then? Oh, do, do, are we going to give this a score or? Oh yeah, good point. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, and I didn't get your guys' have, final thoughts either. Yeah, um. <laughs> I, I have a final thought, which is I think the the standout of this series to me was that it felt clever in the way it tackled myths. Mm-hmm. In that, like, I I I get that it might not hit Brazilian myths that well. Mm-hmm. I guess there's a little kind of things that people thought were weird, including yeah. like it it often says that these horses or mules are headless. And they're drawn with a head. Yeah, yeah. That's weird. But I really like how it's um it's not a it's not a physical fight cuz ancient mythology is doesn't have that many physical fights with gods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do have like contest and and trickery Absolutely. with them. Yeah. So I, I like how this was a race and kind of outsmarting instead of a fight. Mm. All right, good point. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I'd agree as well. I I really just did like the marriage of both of um, of the mythology, but also the science as well, and, and and just how they mix them up, like how they kind of it was a fun little thing of them swapping over and everything like that. So um, I, I thought that was um, um, quite novel and quite fun. It was really written well, um, though a few surprise moments like superman punching the sun was was pretty awesome um because you know who else can claim that they punch the sun to to beat someone <laughs> and it, it just has a, that that kind of irrational kind of thought that makes you kind of believe like you know in a contest with the god that that will do i mean there's no reason why i mean you can you can see the logic but um I would just like follow him going, Where, where's he going to now? Like the guy's fighting him and then he just decides to punch his son. Um, just the relationship between Wonder Woman and, and Superman as well, I, I thought it was a lot better. Um, she was portrayed a lot better f- for me anyway because she's the kind of, the way she was portrayed there was, was how I'd like to see this Wonder Woman. Um, yeah. Yeah, so no, a very strong second issue. And again, I think it, it augments or, or it kind of, um, redeems a lot of the stuff maybe from the first part. If you if you look at yeah. as a yeah. whole, yeah, because yeah. it, it just works well together. Definitely, I, yeah. I kind of want to like I wasn't picking these up physically as they came out, but I do want to get these two issues now. Because mm. um, I kind of wrote it off. I'm like, eh, it's not John, it's not Clark, it's not Diana, it's John and a new person, but it ended yeah. up mm. you know being really good. So yeah. Uh, uh, um. Yeah, oh, uh, Marks. So is uh, that that everyone's final thoughts on this one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. You know what? I'm I'm doing it. I'm giving this uh, eight Solarises out of ten because nice. wow, it was just it was just really like what you guys said about the blending of science and mythology. Yeah. It's just how, done. like how cool is that? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Adam, how about yourself? I, I think uh, talking with you guys made me appreciate the issue more, mm-hmm. but in my head, it's still it's good, not great. I think, mm. yep. and so I think I'm gonna give it like a just a, a, maybe like seven. Period seven. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, that's that's still yeah. a good a good mark, I'd say. Yeah, no, yeah. it's still a good mark. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I mean, um, yeah, I'd give it about a seven and a half. Um, for myself, I, I thought it was um, just really enjoyable. It, it, it was unexpected as to the turns. Um, actually, having now s- discussed it with you guys, those references to Superman mm. would have just just added a lot more as well. I, I totally missed all of them. I just you know took that as background, but there's again a mm. lot of thought into it. 
um those yeah it's so really really good really fun stuff and um yeah the old switcheroo uh and and just a really feel-good ending with i don't know just the whole thing of like she's taking it over yeah and and they're just on the rooftop you know yeah it's really fun um they've yeah, done that before ending. Yeah, they've done that before in the Justice League, but it was different circumstances. This was a, a much more light-hearted and just yeah, a really feel-good way to end. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, let's hop on to Justice League Two. Uh, cover of Justice League Two is, you know, uh, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, sort of mm-hmm. uh, bursting with purple, <laughs> <laughs> and then the other three looking on in horror, and they're on some planet. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, I, so the, the whole issue is like, we have the white Martians who are posing as the justice league, uh, pointed out by Rick that they are actually villains from, uh, a Grant Morrison's JLA run, which okay. I haven't read yet. Right. Um, but, uh, I wanted to yell at you guys too, <laughs> but I was like, ah, oh, someone will tell them. Yeah. 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 No, no, I, I haven't read that run yet. Uh, I'm yeah. trying to read everything before it but it's hard because a lot of Nani superman sucks um so <laughs> I'm, I'm just in a real like they're doing some weird crossover so it's just a weird yeah one right now but um yeah so there they, they, she starts off with this new quote-unquote justice league sort of getting humanity's trust and everything but they're also like abducting people mm-hmm. um which is like you know uh and then the other, the real Justice League is stuck on this planet. Um, and you know, the, which, the, which, the whole. It, it the sounds. Whole... It sounds sorry, Connor. It sounds terrible, but in the scheme of oh, things, no, it's, it, it's well pretty. Drawn and, you know, no, well no. Written. I mean, like, I mean, in the fact that they're on another planet, it seems like they're they're cast far away. But um, anyway, oh, I found it really kind of amusing how easily they kind of just got out of that that thing. Hmm. Yeah. The whole the whole crux of the story is John wanting everyone to be friends, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. The, like his dad's Justice League and everyone else. Uh, well, not everyone else, but a lot of other people being grumpy about it. Um, and there's a lot of people making fun of Batman because he has no powers as well. Uh, Early on, yeah. And there's, it's some, it's cool that there's like a sequence where they go through each other's like little quirks. Mm-hmm. Like Batman sort of humps to himself, like he's giving his own fight scene music. Yeah, <laughs> one woman bites yes. her lip when she's stressed. Um, um, Green Lantern makes more uh, elaborate constructs when, when I can't remember when she's happy or something or, or, or worked up or something like, like that. Like trying to show up. When yeah. she feels cocky. Yeah. When she feels yeah. cocky. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Know, what did you guys think of this thing? I, I thought this was a, a, a big kind of. Um, uh, beacon, uh, one of the the touch points of, of this story. What did you guys think of of this kind of, yeah, the, the listing off of the of the, the quirks, the nuances? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's key because there's so many new characters in this. Mm-hmm. That's really key to to getting attached to them. That was a smart move. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Because I knew I knew about Superman and Wonder Woman and what they're like from their own issues, but not so much about anyone else. Uh, well, they did a good job with Aquaman in uh, the first issue. Yes, yeah, they did, yeah. Mm. But, uh, yeah, still yeah. don't know who Andy is. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. he's from another world or something. Um, well, that's what they mean, mentioned, uh, right? You mean uh, Jess from Flash? The, the Flash. Flash. Yeah, The Flash. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, Jess. Yep, yep. 
Yeah. 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 I, it's surprising. I was, I kind of went out of there like, I don't, I don't know why I should care about Jess. Mm. Yeah. I, I didn't really care about him either. He was pretty, mm. like, he wasn't that likable to me. I don't know. Yeah. I, I um, don't know. I, yeah. I, I, I kind of took to these guys. Um, I thought it was pretty good. With, I guess where I was going with those nuances as well, um, it is it is cool because it does humanise them all a bit. But, um, yeah, for me, it, it, it gave off a very... Um, I don't know how to explain it, but like a... a, a like a very PG kind of comic book that we're going to read. You know, it's a, it's a very... Mm. Um, I don't know, quirky. I don't know how best to describe it, but it's like okay, so okay, and so this is this is going to come back about Batman not humming and or oh, humming and um, and Wonder yeah. Woman. So it just seemed very, I don't know, innocent, you know, in a way. Um, but I enjoyed it. It, it. it so I guess it took away all that any any fact of darkness in the in this um, this comic. It was a very kind of very classic comic book adventure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I thought are it you was kind fine. of. Are you kind of saying, like, you kind of saw the seams of narrative structure too much? No, and no, no. no. Like... I'm not I'm not critiquing it in that sense at all. No. It just, it was, if anything, it was kind of refreshing that it's like, okay, this book is, oh, okay. is kind of very, um, I don't want to say up vibe, but it's it just very. Um, uh, it's just not not dark or edgy and stuff, and it's like we're gonna. It's it's very innocent. I, I think that's all I'm, I can I can really describe it as. Um, yeah. You know. Oh, they're gonna. They're I gonna. Wonder, yeah. Sorry. If 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 you saying that, I, it's making me wonder if maybe they should have uh, picked an artist that fit that more. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 That's a that's a good point. I I enjoyed the art, but I can I can understand what you're saying. Like there would be an artwork art style that would complement that sort of story a bit more yeah uh, yeah a bit more classicy like you know this is a you know we're not talking about people um getting their faces cut off or you know or people being right. be- beaten to death this is about people like people knowing each other and people like understanding and, and having this relationship by knowing these these uh these certain traits that people have you know, a, yeah none of these issues have been hyper violent like yeah. that and yeah. i think maybe that's one of the reasons i've been enjoying them all so much yeah yeah because yeah. um, it's very easy in, to just go as dark as you can with future stories yes and like yep. you know in context like in context some of these are pretty dark features yeah like especially the worlds of war one. Oh like, yeah. yeah yeah it's an inspirational message but it's not it's it's a dark feature superman's trapped well, on war war getting killed over and over again but um yeah we see is one of his eyes get gouged out so that's a, yeah it's a bit gruesome but yeah yeah but you know it's just story comes before shock yeah and yes. you know um it really works for me um honestly i don't really have any notes on this issue i thought i thought it was fine uh jo- joshua williamson you know he does a good job as usual uh it was just uh you know i guess the plot was just it was just your sort of typical team coming together sort yep. of story um yeah w- with the the um the nice promise at the end of who do we recruit you know that yeah. I, I love that kind of ending because it's 
kind of gets you all kind of jazzed up for like, okay, cool. So, you know, this could be anything. Mm. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, I think essentially the why, the reason why I enjoy this and I think because you may not have too many notes on it, Connor, is because uh, largely it was, it was action oriented. It was a final confrontation between the two. Um, <laughs> But I enjoyed. Was that you, Connor? <laughs> no, I think that, I think was, that was that was Baby Kyle. Okay. Yeah, he's agreeing with you. I know. Yeah, well, like, it, yeah. it was very appropriate. Just, just uh, but um, <sighs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, it, it, largely it was it was action based, and I just loved the fact that they went toe to toe with with these guys, these white Martians, and they were figuring each other out. You know, trying to find oh. You didn't hum or whatever, so you're not Batman. Yes. So bang, he's gone, and yeah, yeah. I, I just love that lot action. Can I say something on that? Yeah, sure. That was a weird thing for me because one of the examples of that that was that's a great premise to be like, I know this little thing about you, mm-hmm. so I can, you know, distinguish. Yeah, and and that it works so well because the whole thing of it was they wanted to be closer. Yeah, but then there was a moment with Joe, the green lantern where she was like, all right, if you're them, who was my first love on this planet? Oh like, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah. And then she said, no, they wouldn't know that. Yes. So yeah. you must be mind readers. And then yeah. blast them. Like, so doesn't that moment kind of, isn't that counterintuitive to the message of like getting to know each other more helped? Yeah. Maybe it has something to do uh, a message about, the Greenland woman. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, maybe that's then, saying like, something you, about her. Do you really want the story to say she was right? That they shouldn't be close, you know? Mm. I don't know. It, it read as a weird moment to me. Like, it was clever, but just didn't work within the context of the story, I think. Yeah, I think she was an anomaly compared to the to the rest of it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know enough about her and stuff. But I wasn't huge on Green Lantern yeah. in this. Uh, From what I understand, she's much cooler in her own book. Okay, right. I don't. I don't. I'm not big on her look either, to be honest. But the, again, the, the artist of her book pulls it off so well. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Just not. She's not a a, a style that works right. broadly. It, okay. She's a very specific flavor in in her own story. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. her hair's pretty out there. That's all I'm saying. Right. She's got like a pompadour. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Um, um, well, uh, do you guys have anything else to add? No. I think my final thought, because I have read mm-hmm. the uh, Morrison JLA. Right. With the, the Hyper Clan. So, first of all, it's weird that they turn into, like, a context I think you guys would miss is they're, they're turning into form disguises into other disguises like they're one right they're forms that are like it's like the gold guy and like one's a robot mm-hmm. one's like a ghost like lady like those were their disguises for a specific story earlier okay so there's no reason they have to be those i see people so that's just like a weird thing mm-hmm. and so i i think my final thoughts on this is like this story kind of tried to be like a combo of Morrison's JLA plus like the thing. And it wasn't as as good as either of those, Mm -hmm. Okay, you know, at what they were trying to do. So it was kind of like 
to me, this story was like you were what you were saying at the beginning. It was just kind of like just kind of standard, like just kind of whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think I'm at I think the sell of this book was that these are a bunch of new characters. Yeah. And I think I'm at the point of my life where I'm like, I can't just buy just based on new characters. I, I yeah. have I don't know how to not sound pretentious saying this, but like for me oh, to look. now spend money and of time course. on a of book. Course. It has to be doing something more interesting than oh, that. No. I, th- I think many comic book fans uh, understand that, you know, yeah. just the sheer amount that like is I, out I, there. I'm, yeah. And I'm, I'm saying this because to say, like, it wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah. This, this, this issue was good. It's just, like, I can't, I can't spend time on just fine issues anymore. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, Pretentious is my middle name on this podcast. So, <laughs> you know, I... Connor P. I, I, I generally want my stories to have more substance or to stimulate me intellectually yeah. in some way. And just, you know, these, like, you like, this is a good story. But if I spent money on it, I would be a bit disappointed. Especially since it's like a, like, uh, like Ray, you know, I enjoy a slugfest as yeah. well. You know, Doomsday Hunter prayed awful to Hulk and that. But man, the action was amazing. Mm. Um, yeah. And uh, so if I felt, if I felt I was in the mood for that type of book, I'll go get it. Yeah. You know, I mm. might be. But like a a future state book, maybe should do something a bit more interesting than just oh the Justice League of the Future having their sort of getting yeah. to know each other. Yeah. And it's like future state inherently is a gimmick that writers yeah. are given. Yeah. And this was, I think Phil, what Philip Kennedy Johnson did is he took his gimmick and he still said something meaningful with it. Mm-hmm. And and said something about the characters. This one was just they took a, the gimmick of the premise and then added more gimmick. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, a... I, I still enjoyed it. It's just not yeah. like yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's not one of this. It's just not memorable. I guess it's not memorable. Is yeah, a good way of putting it. I actually preferred. Uh, oh God, Harold Holt is trending. Right. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, Harold. Hey, they found him. He turned up. Um, Jeez. Uh, so sorry. Uh, moving on back to the thing. Um, yeah, it's it's not memorable, and I I think I yeah. preferred the first issue because the first issue had a bit more humor, mm-hmm. uh, which we saw in like the sort of Batman Superman run. They did. Yep. Um, yeah, it just had a bit more bit more creativity to it. Um, but uh, still, like, are we ready to give ratings or? Yeah, sure. Um, I'll, I'll give it a 5.5 White Martians out of 10. Nice, toasty White Martians as Ooh, well. Nice. A bit of charred. <laughs> yeah. Nice, yeah. smoky. How about, how about yourself, Adam? Uh, I think I, I liked the gimmick of the... Uh, not gimmick, I guess. But the, the move of, like, the quirks of, and trying to figure out. So I, I think I'm going to go a little higher. and I'll still give it, a, like, a 6 out of 10 White Martians. Okay, cool. I'm going to trump you all and go six and a half. Uh, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Ooh. it <laughs> I mean, well, if you're I, not going to take this seriously, I'm out. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I totally agree with what you guys were saying as well. It is hard to invest in something, um, you know, like this, unless it's something that really pulls you in. Um, but again, like similar to what Connor said, 
um, there are there are different types of comic books I like to read as well. You know, the ones that you yeah. know kind of really make you think. Other ones I just love the popcorn ones as well. It just depends on what mood you're in. Um, yeah. Will would I get this? Um, I don't know. Uh, probably maybe in in digital or something. But um, yeah, it, it's not on my list. Let's say that because there's so many so many things on my list already. Um, yeah. But I thought it was decent enough. A six and a half. It was fun. It it actually made me interested in the Justice League. Um, just to see where where it's going to go, um, they they were characterized well enough, I think, um, to to kind of have a vested interest in them. So yeah, a six and a half, I think that's not too bad. Yeah, it's interesting that you yeah. make that point of future interests. If they were to bring out a future state Superman Wonder Woman ongoing, mm-hmm. I would like a hundred percent pick that up based off the last issue. But oh, yeah. probably wouldn't pick up a Justice League one. Yeah. Well, see, that's the um, thing also as well. I've got very little experience with Justice League, so this is new to mm. me. And so maybe that is what is enticing me. It's kind of like seeing these characters together into Yeah, you were kind of the target audience of this. Yeah. They're trying to true. convince you. Yeah, yeah, it's like this is pretty cool. And like I know that they're meant to be different from the, the JLA, but I, I like this team dynamic. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, we ready to move on to Batman Superman, our penultimate... Mm-hmm. Issue. Okay, sure. well, uh, also I realise I haven't read out the credits for each person. I'm sorry, you'll have to just look them up <laughs> if you want to find out. Google uh, it. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, um, look, it's not professional sounding in here, okay? And Adam always brings in the, the crowds whenever he's on. He, he brings them in, But, yes. uh, you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> Apologies to um, all the creators, yep. Yeah, uh, so... Uh, Batman Superman 2, a uh, cool cover. Uh, there's Batman fighting a giant pigman on his motorcycle. Uh, what more <laughs> could you want? <laughs> and there's pigman. Superman flying in the air and some dude in a jet, like, firing at him. So, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's cool. It's an action-packed cover. Yeah. And, man, uh, God, the interior artwork is gorgeous. Oh, love it. Yeah. It's so cool. Ben Oliver is an underrated artist, mm. for sure. Thank you, Adam. Ben Oliver, big shout out. He did the last one as well, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And um, and he's going. Or no, no, sorry, never mind. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I thought he was going. I thought he was going to be doing it after Future State, but I'm wrong. He's oh. not. I just want to say I really love the retro Batman blue. Yes, I do as well. Gray and yellow that they have. I love here. that costume a lot more. Yeah. Than, yeah. Second only to the, second only to the Kelly Jones interpretation of Batman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. It could be just nostalgia or anything, but just something about like the blue Batman it just seems more. I don't know, more heroic, even if it makes a bit less sense. Mm. Like, just more do you think heroic-ish. it? It looks better. Like sometimes I think of what suit is best for Batman when he's next to Superman. Okay. Like, should he match? And should they both be blue, or is it cooler if one's colorful and one's all black? That is interesting. Yeah. And that's something I'd have to think about. <laughs> I think, well, I think if, if, if yeah. your gut reaction looking at this is like, hey, that blue suit looks great, maybe yeah. that's that's part of it. I think Possibly. certainly also Ben Oliver's art really does entice you with that blue. And it's, it's just, I'm just thinking of another, another artist that may, you know, may portray batman in in the gray and blue and would it have the same Mm. effect or allure and i'm not too sure but like yeah yeah interesting because his art is still like very gritty Mm. and you would think that you would put batman in black yeah 
Like he'd he'd draw he, a very yeah. a very vicious Batman in black. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Batman, you know, uh, so I will say this this issue surprised me mm-hmm. because the whole setup was that oh this is like Batman and Superman's last scene together they're gonna have a huge falling out but like they part really amicably so yeah which I thought was a really nice <laughs> surprise because. After Williamson's whole run where he's essentially just hammering us over the head with the fact that they're best buddies <laughs> and the whole fighting each other thing is stupid, which I'm totally on board for. It would mm. it would be a worrying sign if uh Gene Yang came in and had them sort of butting heads constantly and stuff. Mm. Yeah. But he doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't sort of contrast to the previous run, which is nice. Um so, you know, this this giant pig headed dude with the horns and the tentacles is awesome. <laughs> Yeah, well, can and I Batman's ju- like can I, I can't find the pressure points. <laughs> yeah, can, can I just say that I had a little quibble. I had a little, a little, uh, a little spray on my other podcast about it as well. A little complaint, like it just for me, it just seemed like like, geez, Batman has got bloody a pocket dimension in his, in his belt. Like he seems, I know he's prepared mm. for everything, but he even ma- mentions here this guy has got the he hasn't got the physiology for me to find a pressure point. You, you know, he's totally at a loss. So what What did he pull out? Concussive detonator. I'll set it up on high. <laughs> that will work. Bang. Jeez, he's got this, he's got the solution. It's like, come on. It's, it's funny. I, make it harder than that. So, yeah. <laughs> I had felt that, that that enemy was dispatched too quickly. Yeah. I think that's where you're going from. But I think what what is cool, I don't think the intention was he's fully prepared. He was trying to, the, the writer was yeah, trying yeah. to say, He's not prepared for this guy. And then after he uses the concussive grenades, you know, he, he goes, oh, wait, I forgot about <laughs> the tentacles have brain cells. Yeah. And then yeah, they like yeah. whips them out. Yeah. So I think you're feeling that because that happened too fast. Yes. Yes. And I, I felt yep. that too. Yeah. But uh, the, the intention mm. was he is not prepared. But no, I, yeah, no. I totally get what you're saying. Uh, but there's also, I mean, admittedly as well, Adam, there's also a little kernel within me that always has that little gripe about Batman. So I'm just waiting for yes. an opportunity I think to like go, yeah, okay, here we go. Very, very fair criticism. Yeah, yeah. I have such a complicated relationship with Batman. Sometimes I love the guy and sometimes I hate him. <laughs> it it yeah. really depends who's writing him. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, Ray and I had a big discussion about this the other day, actually. Came um, to blows. <laughs> no, we did. We, well, Ray and I were pretty much agreeing the whole time, oh, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, remember about like the if the core concept of the characters hold up. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yep. And then I concluded that Batman's didn't, uh, it does hold up for me at the same time. It doesn't, it's complicated, but like, yeah. Yeah. you know, I, I can tolerate some characters, even if they're written badly. Uh, but Batman's not one of them. Yeah. And I yeah. think like, if you truly love a character, right, you'll, he won't annoy you that much despite, like, even if he has written, like, a jerk or something for a couple of issues. I don't know. It's just rambling, really. Mm, yeah. Um, but that, that, I that haven't... is awesome. Oh, sorry, yeah. I'm going. I, I was just going to say, I haven't read a, like, Batman proper title in probably since Scott Snyder left. And nothing against anyone who yeah. came after, but I was just like, I need a break. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, it's like, I don't hate Batman, but now that I'm not reading every Batman book... It doesn't bother me when he's like, does something extreme or shows up in every event or whatever. Yeah. Hmm. He's been good in um, Batman Superman. That's what I've been reading him yeah, in. Yeah, I mean, he's... I yeah. Like, yeah. 
it's not yeah it's not based on anything other than just me wanting to not like him <laughs> to, you know well, i understand he's a good character he's great and he can be written yeah. very well i've written i'm oh, not written i've read some really good things uh good stories of batman as well but you know i've got to keep that persona up so yeah um, I, I think just, a lot yeah. of dc fans feel uh, very similar yeah i mean, what what i love about batman is mostly his setting and surroundings not so much yeah in himself okay. Um, yeah, Batman villains to me are more interesting than Batman. Yeah, which I'm sure Batman fans who are listening to this who heard you say that are probably just scratching their eyes out right now. But um, <laughs> I think they kind of know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but uh, can I just say I love this old-fashioned ambulance that they <laughs> shoved the bike in? Yeah, yeah. That, that was I, that, I noticed that too. I was like, where'd they get that? <laughs> Like, it is in the future. Do they come back in fashion? I would love the idea if Gotham just, like, regressed to, like, the 1920s. Yeah. <laughs> in, like, the future. Honestly, um, yeah, that's a, that's a good story. But, uh, you know, uh, yeah, one of my favorite parts of the issue is the brain cells, the tentacles coming alive. Because uh, mm, I was yeah. really funny. I, I love this idea that the, the hobos um, that Superman lit the barrel for. Mm-hmm. In the first issue, yep. Yeah, like, they're actually paying it forward and they're trying to help Batman. Yeah, I, I so, like that as well, yeah. I was talking about last issue how sometimes, like, Superman's positive attitude doesn't pay off, and that's, mm-hmm. like, a flaw, mm-hmm. which I which I like. You know, I wasn't yeah. complaining. Um, mm. But then it is paying off here. Uh, Batman doesn't accept their help, but, you know, it's still nice <laughs> to see. I like it. Yeah. What, was it what does Batman say? Something like, you know... Yeah. Uh, they're probably most probably not, you know, part of the magistrate, but they could be. <laughs> which, which is, like, that was a yeah. good little bit. Yeah. Showing the differences between Batman yeah, and Superman too. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It, like I think I think it's a bit paranoia on Batman's part because for me it feels like these guys are obviously not. But at the same time, you know, A it's part of Batman's character and B, like, you know, it's yeah. not zero percent chance. Yeah. Like, well, it's kinda of like Batman v Superman Arc. Even if there's a one percent chance, you know, I have to impale him with this spear and Alfred's like, Well, chill out, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny to come. To com- compare that mindset with hobos. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that's true. I didn't There's that. a 1% chance. <laughs> I must destroy these guys. Um, Isn't there... Was that, that... There was something else from that issue, this issue that had something like that. Or am I thinking of that that bit where Batman says... And Superman says, well, that's pretty, that's pretty accurate. Like, um, I think Batman mentions, like, uh, you know, it's using, like... It seems to be using, like, 12% of its power. Like Superman's going, oh, that's... Oh, yeah, I think there is something Oh, like, yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. that's specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was... Wasn't it like, uh, it was when he was fighting Professor Ping, he was like, by my calculations, it's a funny oh, yeah. line. It's like, yeah, yeah. He, he's got the strength of 12 and a half pigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. <laughs> 12 and a half wild boars, I think. It yeah. Was. yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, God, this guy's obsessive-compulsive or something. You know, you know. You know. <laughs> That's also pretty strong. Um, wild yeah. boars are nasty. Uh, yeah, you know they're gore people, man. Like, you yeah. know, I did. You guys ever read Asterix and Obelix? Oh, when I was Mm-mm. young, but not not many. No. Oh man, if they make you want to have wild boar, because <laughs> of the, the, feast, <laughs> the feasts they, and stuff. Yeah, they draw the most succulent-looking wild boars, and they do it like every time. And it's like, man, I wish I was a ghoul getting invaded by Rome. But... <laughs> But um, can, can I tell you a little story then? Actually, I just remember my old boss. Yeah. He told me he was from the country, 
to Adam, um, you know, a little insight into the Australian countryside. And he said, like, mm-hmm. wild boars are, you know, are very vicious and exactly what Connor said, but it's an e- there's an easy way to kill them, to get them. You know, you, all you need is two dogs and a knife. And what happens, you, you, pos- you position a dog at the front of the boar <laughs> and you position a dog behind the boar. And now, like the boar will protect its uh, its testicles more than anything. Oh so, my god! So it will actually just stand totally still because it it's got dogs on either end that you can actually walk up and just cut its throat. That that's what he said. Oh my god! Yeah, he goes. That's how you kill a wild boar in Australia. So, okay. <laughs> so the thing about Superman. Is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do we tie that back? To... <laughs> Say guys. Superman was thinking. This as he was looking at uh, the pig guy operating on, he's like, I just gotta yeah, get two dogs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where's crypto? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so that, that's this whole experimentation thing on him. Yeah. Uh, he's even saying oink oink, the guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. I love this guy, Professor yeah. Pig. He's awesome. Yeah, it's a really, he's cool. Really fun, sort of uh, like Dr. Moreau thing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's you got know, a, just all these, like, animal people. Yeah. Uh, he's got a really good aesthetic, though, as well. A very kind of scary. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. He is a, a genuinely scary Batman villain. Okay. Right. Well, is he a and Batman? It, or are you... Yeah. Okay. He comes from, uh, uh, again, from Grant Morrison's uh, mm. Batman run. And his, I think he's, he has a quote, like, Morrison's goal in creating Professor Pig was that he wanted to make somebody like truly insane? Like right. the Joker's not doesn't really act truly insane. Really he knows what he's doing. Yeah. yeah, he wanted Professor Big to be like truly just frighteningly. Wow, just bananas. Well, it's a pretty, it's pretty like uh, you know confronting scene. Superman's trapped on the table with Krypton in him, and he's about to. It's like a, it's a horror movie scene. Yeah, you know, it is helpless. Uh, yeah. For now, yeah, what do you? Um, I, I I thought about uh, you in that in that term, and that you've talked about um, wanting Superman to do more like cosmic, mm-hmm. kind of eldritch horror stuff. Yeah, I, this issue kind of made me think like like body horror kind of. Yeah, works yeah, it was very. It was oh, look, horrible. any horror is good to be honest. But yeah, I think body horror and cosmic can go together as well. But yeah, body horror. Oh yeah, there was um, absolutely. You know, Iron Fist the Phantom Limb was, like, crazy with the body horror. Oh, yeah. That was really awesome. So, you know, it would be great to see Superman fight. Hey. <laughs> he agrees with me. He's a great... Is it, <laughs> He's kind uh, of, uh-huh. He goes uh-huh. in where... Yeah, it's very profound. A bit young for body <laughs> horror, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> so we have... He's Batman. going, like, body horror... Is that when mom runs out of milk? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> this so, his thing. Batman has like this cast thing that Alfred invented, this cryogenic sleeve. Yeah, because he basically breaks his leg or something, doesn't he? Yeah, there was a, well, yeah a, they a keep snap. talking about how it's like, yeah. and it's in like an awkward angle and stuff, but he, yeah. he puts it on and it's essentially like crazy glue, I guess, for his leg yep. for a temporary solution is what I gathered from it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, kind of like that. Uh, maybe it's a bit like that thing in Dark Knight Return uh, Rises. Remember, he put the thing on his leg and it made it stronger and stuff because it was really banged up. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so Superman talks to the Mister Toad, and he uh, actually yeah. Yeah. Persu- he actually persuades him. Superman's charisma score is like twenty five or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
he he pretty much persuades you know Mister Toad like you know hey best way to help your family is to you know not betray your beliefs help me um, and he does persuade him yeah because uh, Mister Toad was like he was he's in this because of circumstances he started out with good intentions yeah but then the the magistrate have... took over yeah and what it does Professor Pig threaten his daughter or something I don't actually remember I think the magistrate in general does. Okay. Uh, like his, but Batman... his daughter's not captured. No, but like they know, know whatever. She's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like the Batman does say the magistrate have taken over. Uh, the mm. these guys because you know the best way to take over is to actually take over the resistance. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Batman bursts in. He punches the cyborg's head off, which is uh, oh yeah. And so everything's yeah. This is weird. Like these rats with the Superman eyes on them. Yeah, gr- yes. quite grotesque. Um, but they they proved to be. I, I loved it. Towards later on, um, Batman. What does he do? He says he kind of gets a sample. Um, but yeah, we find out that they've been using. So this here's the thing. So they they they're experimenting on Superman, but they've done that before. I mean, so there were all these rats and pigeons that were running around with these eyes, like with. I with, yeah. I think the time frames, like, like yeah, I thought it was uh, okay. like I, yeah, it was uh, kind of weird. Right, yeah, they right. jumped real quick. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think Superman's been there for like long enough for them to synthesize his DNA and sort okay. of right. spread it like a virus. Because uh, yeah. you have pigeons now with yeah. eyes, and bats. Yeah. Uh, then if that's... I like think of this issue five years from now, I think I'll remember the little critters with eye with Superman's eyeballs. Mm. All over them being used as spy cameras. That that's the that was just the craziest thing in this well, issue. Yeah. I actually forgot how grotesque this issue was, yeah. like visually. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's body horror a little bit with with Superman elements to it. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know this where Batman has the bat and he's got like the wires in its head. Oh he's yeah, like, he's, yeah. He's being compassionate though. He's like, I'm not going to hurt. Not going to hurt you. Yeah, yeah. I um, love which I, I liked. Yeah. Uh, and he trade he uses it to trace to the secret laboratory. And then he comes to this. We finally get to the start of the first issue where he's like, "Oh hell!" and he sees all the kryptonite. Yeah. And you think Superman's there because of the cover, but he's not there. It's just a bunch of synthesized kryptonite. Yeah. And Professor mm-hmm. Pig. Um, so, the, in an absolute madness, uh, these Professor Pig and Batman start fighting, and he has boar heads. As yeah. Fish. How cool is that? <laughs> yeah. Well, we see that later on anyway, as well, where he just takes out that guard with uh, just the the, oh boar, my God. the boar mouth. Yeah, so again, very yeah. body horror, grotesque stuff, but... So very, really... very burns-in-your-brain sort of stuff. Yeah. Really again, compliment just... to Ben Oliver on the art. Yeah, just a weird yeah. stuff that you don't visually imagine, just yeah. you know, brought to life. Um, it's the absolute mayhem and madness, which I love. And Superman's getting helped by Mr. Toad, and then we get this, uh, this giant... Um, I guess this giant sort of weird Superman clone thing. He's got like one, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six. He's got seven red eyes, a big S on his chest. Yeah, but he's just like this. Uh, Still has the hair curled. Yeah, he, he does. He has, you know, he's but he's good. like also this malformed mess of muscle. Um, yeah, and Superman deflects the heat vision with the cape, which I thought was cool. Uh, and then. Bats, yeah, Superman goes bats and Batman goes suits, oh, which yeah. was cool, but also I yeah. don't think I've ever seen them call each other that. 
it was a bit weird. I, I say, and I'm not in any way like seasoned in reading both of their titles, but it just it seemed a bit weird. Yeah, they haven't done it in the Williams run. Um, yeah. Did they even? I can't remember. Did they point that out in the issue? Yes. Like did, did yeah. was was a part of narration? Like oh, we've, yeah, this, so, we're calling super, us calling each other. This is Superman said he's never called me that before or something like that. He yeah. says. Uh, he says, Superman's monologue says, he's relieved to see me, he tries not to show it, but I can tell. He almost never calls me Supes. Yeah, yeah. Batman's there you monologue, go, yeah. He's not dead. Good. So what, um, do you, what do you guys, like, read into that, of why he would say Supes? I think he was just relieved, maybe. Maybe he was in I a think, bit of a pickle. Yeah, it was just what Superman said he's he was relieved. just like, oh, my pal. Yeah. Is it, like, it's a little more friendly. It's, well, it's they a... usually call each other Clark and Bruce, but obviously they can't with um yeah. the monster right. match running around. Uh, yeah. He, um, I guess he was glad to see him, um, that sort of thing. Okay. Yeah, the, just the a brief a kind of... Yeah, sorry? Oh, sorry, go on. Oh, no, just saying a brief letting down of the guard of, you know, of the macho, friggin' tough guy routine. Yeah, mm. maybe, maybe. And I, I love that, uh, yeah, this, this is the superhuman strength, the equivalent of ten and a half wild boars. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oddly specific, but okay. Let's train yeah. opponents. Um, and Superman's like, not sure that's a good idea, Batman. My guy has a face full of heat vision eyes. And Batman's like, I don't have bad ideas, Superman. We're trading. And Superman's like, whatever. Yeah. Some, uh, sometimes it's cool that that Batman's so assured of what he wants to do, yeah, even yeah. in the face of uncertainty. But, yeah, so in that instance, I actually, it's like, yeah. I think that moment for me is is what the concussion grenade was for you. Oh, okay. I right. thought that was, that was a little too much. Like, like yeah. Okay, like you are like yeah. Okay, fair you enough. have can... the right tool for yeah. I can whatever. Yeah. I... Well, jumping ahead, uh, I'll, I'll I want to talk about this fight, but I'll jump ahead briefly. The Batman says, "I'll handle the magistrate. You can leave. You know, Superman, you have to leave." And Superman leaves. But everyone in the comments is saying, "Like Batman doesn't handle it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. Because uh, there's a whole all of the Batman books deal with the magistrate, and apparently he doesn't handle the problem. And yeah, not a bat- I, I I haven't read him, but yeah, it's a, a factor is he disappears for a while. Yeah. Um. So, but Batman pulls out a bunch of kryptonite, uh, which he actually got from somewhere. Thankfully, yeah, he bought it from that pile earlier. He just doesn't have, you know, freaking bubble gum kryptonite uh, in his <laughs> belt. Yeah. Uh. So he takes out the clone, which is a guy. Yeah. Using a thing. Uh, like he's using one the of false, the... The false face thing. Yeah, which yeah. turns in... It was a bit weird, actually, because I thought it just hid their faces, but I don't know. Um, Superman takes over Professor Pig pretty... Uh, takes out Professor Pig pretty easily. Uh, oh, how you rule this day. Oink, you could be my masterpiece, Superman. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, good shot of Superman standing over him. Um, and then he burns the place down. He unleashes, as he says. That was pretty cool. I like seeing that. Like, I know it's mm. destruction and all, but like, it was just a very cool aesthetic of him just showing the short, a, the, re, the raw yeah. power of him. Yeah, it's well, appropriate just, destruction too. Yeah. yeah, it's a monster mash lab. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's not doing it to an orphanage. Thankfully, it's not. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not yeah. yeah. Uh, so they win. You know. Uh, Batman's like, you know, don't try to estimate how quickly the magistrate will recover from this. Just push away that feeling, folks, on the task at hand. But, you know, they win. Animal Man cameo, which is cool. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, and the the art changed at this point as well. Oh, did it? Yeah. I noticed uh, that. I, I think when he when as soon as the page Superman uses heat vision, the artist changed. Am I wrong? Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't know, Connor. Are you? I, I, mm, huh? Not convinced. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, it felt notable to me. Yeah. I mean, even if like I think maybe because I I just like the first half of art so much. The second half isn't as good. Maybe it was just a bit rushed. Could be. Could be. Maybe the timing thing. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I like Animal Man. It's like, did you know? Pigeons can recognize oh, those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Batman lets him ramble because he might say something that proves useful. That's so... pretty funny. I had to laugh at that. Like, yeah. yeah. The, the climax of the issue is essentially Batman telling Superman he can't stay because, you know, he tells Superman, you know, they'll exploit it. You trust to capture you once. They'll do it again the next time. They'll become unsolvable. But in his head, Batman says they'll kill you. Uh, but he doesn't tell Superman that. Um, but, uh, you know, Batman points out that they, like, Superman staying to help is actually, like, a detriment. Mm. Yeah, yes. Um, yeah, because you know, they're, they're essentially using him. They've kind of prepared for him. Um, and Batman, you know, so, like, you know, he has a point. Um, and, you know, Batman's like, get out of my city. And Superman's like, yeah, all right, but I know you're going to handle it. I trust you whether you like it or not. Apparently, Batman doesn't handle it. <laughs> and, yep. uh, oh, yeah, we get Professor Pig with his... Uh, escaping, right? Pig hands. It's just the, the palm of his... Yeah. The palm, yeah. just It's focused onto the palm of a his little, hand. A little sneaky mouth. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, yeah, they've already weaponized Superman as well. Like, they've got these little things that shoot out the heat vision. Oh, yeah. Um, that's just from, like, a brief visit, so... But, uh, yeah, we have Professor Toad reuniting with his daughter in Metropolis. So at least Superman got to save them. And he flies yeah. off. Um, it gives him a watch as well, or, you know, whatever it is. Oh, yeah, a signal yeah. watch. Signal um, watch. And apparently, uh... So apparently I was, like, people were saying who read this like they feel like it's pointless in the overall scheme of things because all it does is explain why superman isn't present in the batman titles um (laughs) but i thought it was like a good little story in itself yeah to me i was gonna say like as someone who's not reading the batman side of future state it was nice that i didn't have to yeah Yeah. i got a taste of what's going on but i was like okay that was a one and done story i got two kind of makes you want to check out the Batman side of Future State. Um, you know? There are like hundreds of titles there, aren't there? For it? Well, yeah. But... <laughs> yeah, there's too many. Well, that's, and that's a put-off. That's a, yeah, that's a bad thing. Yeah, about. I wonder too if... Uh, I, I thought that maybe how this fit in is it was the beginning of... Or not the beginning of the Magistrate stuff, but it seemed like an, the earliest chapter of the Batman uh, narrative. Might be the earliest feature state chapter, maybe. I mean, I, it's the earliest Superman one as well, because mm. uh, yeah, you know he's still young in this. Um, yeah. Although I guess yeah, it more explains Superman's absence from the magistrate fight. Uh, right. 
but uh, you know, I, I mean, yeah, I still liked it. I thought, I thought, like, what's important, I think, for this book isn't so much the events; it's more the character interactions, right? That's and always the action. More and you know, as I said, like the body horror atmosphere, I'll take that away from it. You know, um, mm-hmm. it was really cool to see that. Uh, so yeah, final thoughts, guys. Oh, <laughs> um, excuse me. <laughs> um, it, I, I really enjoyed it as well. I, I think it was um, the art was great. It had a, a, out of all of the all of the books that we've we've talked about so far, it was it was quite different. Um, I, I guess you could mm. say most of them were quite different from each other. But um, so that was good. Uh, Professor Pig for me was a, a standout. I, yeah, I mm. just loved it. Just such a weird villain, like you know. So interesting to hear Adam that you're saying that he he is actually a Batman villain and Grant Morrison. That was interesting. Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, Morrison stuff is all over Future State. Oh, is it okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, no, I, I thought it was a decent um, thing, and whether or not it ties into the the bigger picture of Future State, I, I really didn't care that much. Um, if anything, as you said, Adam, I think that's a good point though that you could read this and not have to be totally invested in all the Batman titles. Like you can get a sense mm-hmm. of enough of what's happening in Gotham. Um, yeah, and, and so that yeah. was that was good in that sense. You definitely don't have to be versed with the Superman side at, at all. No, so that's exactly another as well. Plus. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, which I guess some people would think of that as a downside, but I don't know. I think of that as a plus. Cause I'm, yeah, I'm sure I would there's like, say so too. I'm sure there's a lot of people like us. We read this and we're Superman fans, but I'm sure there's a lot of Batman fans who read this yep. as well. Um, and also, you were right, I think, Adam, because it says the pencils and inks were Ben Oliver and Steven Segovia, so maybe okay. it took over. Even Segovia. All right, okay. But uh, he's good. He's just—it was just a notable change uh, for me. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Anything else? No. Should we do rating? Uh, I think I wanted to say. Yep. But go ahead. Before my final rating, I I know you guys love Joshua Williamson, Mm -hmm. Batman, Superman so much, and for me, it was like uh, this writer, Gene Lun Yang. He's a, he's a top favorite of mine. Like oh, I yeah, love okay. his stuff, and cool. he's proven his merit with Superman. And I I think I I came in with too high expectations. Oh, right. Okay. Even though I have no specific critiques, I think I, I just I love the creators so much that my expectations were that it was going to be a ten, and I was hoping that you guys would be more pumped for the upcoming run. So I'll be interested. What do you think of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I I'm wondering if like, like I said, he he's got Superman down. Is his Batman stuff still a little bit basic takes? Has he not found his unique voice for Batman yet? I guess I guess we'll have to find out. Like, because you know, obviously he had to work it within the context of the Magistrate here. True. Which is tied into all the other Batman books, but like. I don't know. I mean, I'm more optimistic for his run than I was before. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I'm not lucky. I really like him as a person. I think he's great. And he has really mm-hmm. awesome views on Superman. But the stuff I've read by him hasn't been anything... You know, I, I wasn't big on his New 52 Superman. Well, and, that one's not fair, because that was all crossover. Uh, well, I also I also wasn't big on um his... Uh, don't say oh, New Superman. No, 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 no. I've never read that one. I've heard it's good. Oh, though. that one's fantastic. Um, 
Although, no, he did do an arc that wasn't crossover in New 52 Superman with, like, the wrestling ring with the gods. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that was still, it was still truth. Yeah, uh, true. Focus, yeah. But I wasn't big on Superman Smashes the Clan, so... Okay. You know, um, just not really my thing. Yeah, like, let me know if you ever do uh, new Super Dash Man. I think it's phenomenal. Yeah, I've heard universally good things about yeah. it. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited for his Batman Superman run and like, I know he has, I know he gets the character, you know, yes. like, so, uh, yeah. Well, do you want to do ratings? Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, I'll give it, uh, hmm. I'll give it a seven, uh, professor pigs with boar hands. Um, <laughs> <out of> <laughs> uh, yeah. How about you, Adam? I think I'm uh, the same. Seven out of uh, seven out of seven rat eyes. Oh, no, not seven out of seven. Seven out of ten spy pigeon eyes from Superman. I was about to pick that as well. You, you got me there. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'd say a, a solid seven as well. Seven, um, seven tentacles. Uh, yeah, that was. Um, yeah, it was, it was solid <laughs> enough. It was enjoyable. The art was good as well. Again, I've been impressed across the board from for the art for, for most of these books. They're, they're just fantastic. It's, um, yeah. It's so diverse. Yeah. It's, it's really good. So. I mean, I've, I've enjoyed most of these more than the actual Superman titles mm. <laughs> that have been coming out over the past year. So. Yeah. Um, now, on to our last issue. Superman versus Imperius Lex 2 with my favorite cover for this particular cycle. <laughs> uh, the, the giant red-eyed Superman, like the, the political cartoon kind of cover. Mm-hmm. that he's like stomping on Lex who's hugging a child above like a big liberty sort of thing. I thought that was very funny. Hmm. Um, uh, yeah, and, and to new listeners and stuff, sorry if it feels like I'm rushing and stuff, I'm just conscious of our my co-star and guests time as well <laughs> uh, especially if there's a baby there's right. a that's lot a... of books <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah um but uh this yeah, could cover. have been like three episodes but we gotta knock them out yeah yeah uh cover i love it you guys yeah no I, if anything i loved it i loved everything about this uh this run uh, it was mm. pretty good yeah yeah uh, how about yourself adam yeah uh i think i like the uh, variant a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I have to look up in that degree, but yeah, I like the the general premise of the of the cover of it being a Lex propaganda. It's very fitting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that is a good variant. <laughs> yeah. I think I definitely prefer the the normal, but the variant is good. There's a lot of strong variants, really. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, continuing on. We have, because uh, last issue, they, United Planet sent Lois Lane to Lexor mm-hmm. because she's the one who sponsored him to join the United uh, Planet Federation. So her and Superman head over. Lois goes down to the planet. Superman stays on board because he only has three minutes of powers if he goes down. So um, there's that whole thing. But Lex has a welcoming committee. Yeah, which is very surprising. Um, I guess Lois was expecting something else. Dastardly schemes. Yeah, yeah. but uh, open arms. Because they, they said, like, how do, how do you leave it? Oh, he said something about bowing. 
to kill everybody <laughs> I love. Or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so the, the whole thing is, while while Wallace is interacting with Lex on planet and stuff, with Lex with his, like, mask, which I like... Um, yeah. still, still isn't revealed yet what's underneath that. I actually love that. I mm. I would love for them to never address it and okay. just leave it up to... I like that it's that it's story that just the art is telling and not the writing. Yeah. I think they might do a Doctor Doom thing. Like, he'll look fine. He'll just... Like think oh, that'd be aging is horrible. Yeah, I think it's just be old, um, basically. But yeah, yeah, but he won't look like horrific or anything. No, no. Um, yeah, that's interesting. But uh, Superman's reprogramming the robots that planted the worlds. Reticulants. Uh, yes, uh, reprogramming. I think just to like help them rebuild and stuff, and help mm-hmm. Lexor. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, Lex is giving Lois the tour, and you know, giving her the old spiel. Uh, yeah, hello peasants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and everyone is still kind of living the life on on you know Lexor, um, uh, um, just kind of not worshiping him, but you know respecting him and um, living, I guess, the life that the propaganda really does tout. So, and once once they get in his palace, he's palace. He's very open about just being a dictator. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. he. Yeah. Yeah, he, he doesn't have an any pretenses. Interesting point. Uh, Mark Russell has actually said, like, he likes writing Lex because his his version of Lex is just outwardly evil. Yeah. yeah. There's not much... Uh, yeah, no... Ironically, no mask in his intentions when you're... Hmm. At least for his version. He, he just loves writing a villain. Which yeah. I really res- kind of respect. Oh, definitely. I mean, we did point out last episode that this is different to the pre-crisis Lexor, where you know, yes, he had compassion for his people, whereas this Lex is just like not. Nah, but just even that, uh, how I read those Silver Age stories was that he only likes them because they worship him. Yeah, I, I don't mean, think he actually. It was twisted. I compassion. think when he was yeah, <laughs> when he was sad about it blowing up, he didn't care about the lives. He cared about that planet lex blew up you know mm. yeah i think he might have cared about his wife i think that was a mm. little bit um because there, there, there's there was a few instances where lex wasn't completely evil in um yeah yeah you know, he just he just hates superman so much <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah this you know he's talking about how like you know Ruling is about giving the people what they need. It's about giving them what they want, and he's just mm-hmm. essentially telling her he's manipulating them. Um, even as a picture up, Leia, villain of the year, and it's a picture of him. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, so you know, Lord Lollipop magazine, and he's <laughs> sucking Lollipop. You know, the same as the picture behind him. Um, and I like Lois's like space outfit. It's very kind of like fifties and sixties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lois looks um, great in this. Oh yeah, yeah, the art the art is really good, and, and yeah, there, there's a quirky element to uh, to the art anyway. So yeah, there was that giant head he's got mounted. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Some sort cool. of, yeah, just some sort of alien. But I mean, but yeah, it's it very cool. Uh, as big a trophy as you can get. Yeah. Mm. So so there are these expedition guys that come with the United Planets to assess the planet and stuff. Uh, find these. Uh, Deuter- deuterium crystals mm, yeah 
And gold. And there's red, mountains, red gold. Yeah, mountains full of them. Like one crystal, one harvest would solve the energy crisis for years. Yeah. And he's like, it's the most valuable mineral discovery ever. <laughs> Lex's face is priceless. He's <laughs> sucking on his lollipop. It's hilarious. It's great. You, you can see it change. And his, yeah. his motives then change. Just on, on a dime. Yeah. 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 I'm going to be the richest man in the galaxy, you know? Yeah. And Lois is like, well, you're part of the United Planets now. It's everyone's. We all got to share it. You know, we help you. We get access to your mineral wealth. Uh, she's like, we can give your people doctors and medicines. Yeah, Stop. Yeah. Advanced science, full level technology. <laughs> Oh, well, actually, yeah. really angry. <laughs> the one before as well, just before they were talking about his debt, and he's going, oh, well, you know, you haven't read the fine print, like, it's your debt now as well. So oh, I love how it, it kind of turned around when he found his fortune, yeah. and then Lois is going, well, hang on, it's our fortune as well now. <laughs> so Yeah, he won't, yeah. he'll he'll take, but he won't give. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. Um, you know, a higher standard of living for all Lexorians, enough! <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. yeah. So he's like... He's like, look, let's be real. You know my motives. Uh, you know, it's not United Plants material. I did it out of desperation. I want these crystals. They're mine. Um, and he's trying to persuade her to, like, you know, no one wants me there anyway. Mm-hmm. But Lois refuses him. And she's like, the people on Lexor need help. So Lex goes, rules are just suggestions. And uh, it takes a pretty dark turn. <laughs> Yeah, it does. He, he kills everyone. Like, he, he kills a yeah, lot. Yeah, he kills everyone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't expect that at all. But you don't see gore and stuff, but they, they very much are shot. So, yeah. They're very dead. And yeah. he takes Lois prisoner and is like, starve her till she changes her mind. Yeah. And, uh, you know, everyone else, like, all the expeditions are dead and stuff. Um, Superman gets wind of this on the ship. And he flies down, really angry. And, yeah, the, the, he's got the people on his side, though. And there's a thing with the reporters. <laughs> oh, like, the, 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 the anchorman? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And one of the yeah, anchorman, like, you know... They're like, we, we just read the opposite. Are you, do you really don't think people are going to remember? And then he just kills one of them. <laughs> yeah. It's, he's starting to... It, yeah. Oh, yeah, he starts to rebel. He's like, we have our journalistic reputations, and he yeah. you know, vaporizes it. So this is all very much... I, I got the impression when you guys uh, were reviewing the first one, are you guys like... Have you read a lot of Mark Russell stuff? No. This might be the first thing I've read. Yeah. So this his style is very... He's like a he's almost like a political cartoonist, where he, okay. he takes these kind of big ideas and kind of simplifies them and, and does you know very boils them down to their essence and makes a joke about them mm-hmm. that's like that's his whole style so this whole right. issue is very very much a comment on what america has been going through for right. a while now right. i didn't know if that would like click with you guys as much as it i no. got i got the vibes I got those vibes. Yeah, I wasn't sure how much of it was like coincidence or mm. yeah, no. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's overt. He's very overtly like this. This is exactly Mark Russell's style, right? Well, I thought I thought Superman. He flies down and he sees everyone dying and dead. I thought Superman acted really dumb here, like dumber than usual. Um, because he he just stays 
like I could just see what was going to happen as soon as Superman landed. He'd just stay there and try and persuade them to get off him, and they wouldn't, yeah. and then he'd run out of time, which is exactly what happens. Yeah. Like, sure. I, yeah, I that, feel was, like that was a bit weird. Approach this smarter. Yeah, yeah. Just blinded by his goodwill. Because he's yeah. like. This, the, the same thing happened last time. They turned on him. Why would he think it's different this yeah. time? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, he wanted to find Lois. He, he, like, he really like, want... Yeah, he wasn't going to stay on the ship, you know? Yeah, he, he that was his first and foremost thing. He wanted to find her, so yeah. he had to. So then he just stayed there, though, yeah. and ran out of powers, and I was like, you know, you know, he didn't... Superman's, like, been out of... gotten himself out of worse situations than that. Yeah. So I found yeah. him a bit much. He could have uh, just flown like while he still had the powers, could have like, flown around really quickly and Yeah, well, why didn't he fly to like the Lexor Palace mm. where yeah. you know she probably mm. would be. But uh look anyway, uh Lois Lane gets in a uh, she's having this conversation with this little robot actually, um, who loves Lex, but he's kind of been crying around that way. That's interesting. Um But uh yeah, she flies off in a big robot. Um Yeah, that was cool. Bashes Lex. Yeah. Very um, it reminded me of uh, Alien. Yes, doesn't it look like or aliens? Get I away guess. from her, you bitch! Like that, yeah. yeah. It was a very, it was a very cool Lois. Very again, like I love Lois's role in this story. Yeah, she's good. Some writers, I think, can struggle with like, how do I fit Lois into this like giant epic I kind of want to write with Superman? And this one is is very, it's it's a fitting role for her. Well, I think a lot of those writers should just not include it. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. It's really annoying saying, if yeah. she's just there for no reason. But yeah, no, she's she's here because she's the ambassador, which is nice, you know. Yeah, um, I think that's a cool role role for her. But she punches Lex out with her giant robot, and then they take off. Um, you know, the the news thing's pretty funny how like heart like her hair's charred, and there's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. She's still next to her. that that was for, for quite funny. I thought, yeah, her makeup wasn't wasn't fixed. She was still. Yeah, yeah. So the the United Planets kicks Lexor out. Lexor mm-hmm. absolutely loves Lex, though. Um, and but they didn't sell any crystals because Superman took a couple and synthesized them. Yes. Yeah. Also <laughs> sold the energy crust, and I thought, well, this was smart of Superman at least. If yeah. his previous one wasn't. Uh, you know what I took away from this is that. Sometimes I, I I hear people saying like oh I wish Superman's super intelligence was showed off more, mm-hmm. and even though you you mentioned a flaw in logic, which just seemed like more of a writing thing than a his brain thing. Yeah, but I I thought that this uh, this issue really showcased his his ability to comprehend super science because it was it was this the synthesizing of the crystals and also his knowledge of the robotics. He seemed very oh, yeah. intelligent. Yeah, of, course. of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. He does a fair bit. Yeah, it was. Oh, it, definitely. Yeah. It's just when he when he rushed out and like sort of right. turned into a meathead. Um, well, that's contradictory to what he was doing, like at the beginning and the end. Really, I mean, you know. I mean, yeah. That that I guess that's my problem with the issue. Yeah, Outside yeah. of that, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. What what notes did I take for this one? I didn't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but you know, uh, like the. You know, there was interesting parts. We could go into it more, but there is a time factor. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there was Lois's conversation with the, the fanatic robot yeah. servant Lex, which was good. And obviously, yeah. there's a lot of shots with the people worshipping Lex and stuff, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so yeah, I, I'm like you guys. Like, I, I thought it was fine that like Lois came in a mech, but I I hate aliens. So <laughs> oh, okay. I hate that movie, so really? I didn't like the imagery. Okay, I, I, I hate it. Um, wow. I like Alien. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. Anyway, um, final thoughts, guys. Uh, Adam. Uh, I think for me, as someone who is a, a fan of Mark Russell, and when I heard he was doing a Lex book, I was pumped, and I thought that was a great fit. For me, this uh, this is what I expected, and this is what I love from the writer. So, yeah. should I rate it or um, well, final hang on. thoughts first? Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess just finally as well. I think this is. Um, I think Russell hits hits the nail in the head with with Lex, and it's all about Lex really in this in this title for me, and mm-hmm. and I love the way he's portrayed in it. Um, I mean, I, I understand like Lois's role and Superman's, of course, as well, but just seeing those reactions and and uh, interactions between Lex and Lois um he's just oh, he's deliciously just um, selfish and, and you know self self-centered and stuff it, it's um it's really good really fun to watch him uh and and he's got a whole planet to play with so uh yeah this, this was really i think smartly done um and and I love the the twist about the synthesizing the crystals and, yeah. and and just making it like redundant to have a, a mountain full of those crystals for Lex. So he's kind of like I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking at the end, you know, w- what to do now because he is pretty much uh, spurned the United Planets, um, you know, and and they were to help him, um, but he thought he had it good and now he doesn't. So yeah, he's in a bit of a quandary, which is pretty funny. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, I mean, you know, Lex is great in this. Again, like, I was shocked that Lex just killed everyone. Yeah, um, that, was, you know, that was, was shocking. It was a yeah. good moment. Yeah. Um, you well, know, I, I love... So, sorry, Connor, when, when yeah. Lois has to drag the corpse out of the... She, she, she makes yeah. mention of, like, you know, I can't... I can't discuss things properly or something when corpses are lying around, so... <laughs> yeah. 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 Um... You know, and you know, Lex is a straight up, straight up bad guy. Still great. You know, Lex is great in all forms. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm happy to be back on Lexor. As I said, I only have that one problem with the issue, uh, yeah. but other than that, yeah. So I guess I'll give this uh, seven Lexors out of ten. Excellent. Mm. Uh, how about yourself, Adam? Uh, can you guys hear me? Yep. Yep. First of all. Okay, sorry, I, I had to move <laughs> around. Uh, I think there's Kyle. Uh, for me, that like I said, it's it's what I wanted. This is my second favorite future state book mm-hmm. after uh, Worlds of War. Worlds so of I'm going to give yeah. this a, a, a nine out of ten. Nice. Crystals. Wow. Nice. nice. Excellent. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd use the crystals as well. Thanks again, Adam, for, for taking, <laughs> stealing my thunder. Uh, seven and a half for me. I, th- I think it was a very solid um, outing. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it because it it has that, as you say, the the, um, the kind of like political writing, Adam, but but it's jokey as well. You know, it yeah. it's, um, keeps things kind of light in that sense. And even... The things that Lex does, you, you got to laugh. But like, if you really do scrutinise it, what he does is truly diabolical. Um, but he's just such a character in this. So yeah. Oh yeah, like yeah. you know, him trying to like weasel his way out of the deal yeah. when he hears yeah. about the minerals being <laughs> exactly. valuable. It's hilarious. It's just, I loved um, it. Yeah, yeah. 
and you know, like even if it is over, like if it's political commentary, like you're saying, Adam, like you know, uh, the characters still act like the characters. Mm. Yes, yes. They're not, they're not changed to fit our political climate. Yeah. So, you know, that like that's a plus. I think that it works. I think that's what I love about uh, this writing is, is like he he comes in wanting to say something, and he says, "What characters mm. can I use as tools to fit?" that idea and that's that's my favorite way to use comic book characters yeah 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 Yeah. cool um all right well uh yeah i'm very excited for issue three yeah yeah is that we we got so uh listeners next time we will be doing house of l one the only one that's a one shot and uh which these guys have read and i haven't which is Mm -hmm. very selfish Mm -hmm. um (laughs) and uh Superman vs. Imperius Lex 3. So we'll be having more in-depth discussions. And maybe even, like, you know, we'll, we'll have more time to uh, talk. Yeah, yeah. You know, but we did enjoy we did enjoy this one. This was fun. We just had so much to go through. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And I think we did a good job with that. Yeah, with all we, you know, yeah. Might, might retrospect a little bit on the whole future state thing or versus Imperius Lex as a series, you know, mm-hmm. next time. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Adam, let us know if you want to join us for that one. Yeah. Cap it off. Oh, I'd um, love to. I, yeah. I'll have to uh, check out the time, but... Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll make it work. Adam will be on next time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> of House Luther. Uh, yes. You know, don't steal any crystals, Adam, and I'm on to you. Yeah. <laughs> mass murder. Sorry for... Sorry for the baby interrupting. Oh no, 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 but no right. some I thought it was input. I thought it was cool um, because first first appearance I was on here, I was like, Oh, my wife's very pregnant, I might have yeah, to buy yeah. yeah. Second time we had a little coup because he was what, like three months. Yep. So this is this is just the update from little yeah. little baby. <laughs> so after That's every cool. major life event Adam has, he has to hop on the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had to abandon all responsibilities and talk about comics for a couple hours. Yeah. 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 Now very fun. Very cool to have you on, Adam. It's always great to, to chat with um yourself and, and get some insights. Um so yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you guys. Love talking right. with you guys. Yeah, it's awesome. Thanks very much, and like it's great because uh, you know the more opinions, the merrier. Yes, you know, yeah. and um, we, I think we got some nice uh, diverse opinions. Yeah, but uh, yeah. none of us really hated anything. So no, no, no. Uh, no. But yeah, it's all pretty good, right? Yeah, it so, is. It is. Know. I mean, I think we'd yeah. call it out if it wasn't. So yeah, rest yeah. assured that yeah, they're, they're all pretty good listeners. Um, uh, recommended reading. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I recommend you read these titles that we're talking about because yeah. um, I think they're all worth reading. Yeah, uh, for one reason or another, and uh, you know, I think yeah, I'm totally on board with uh, Wells of War and Imperius Lex. I think my, they're my favourite too, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, well, I guess we'll wrap it up. So see you guys in a fortnight. Uh, until next time. Um, <laughs> mm. Don't uh, don't trust people with toads for heads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you went for Batman Superman. Uh, I was going for that as well. Uh, that was yeah, a lot. <laughs> exactly. Um, love your eels. There you go, Adam. <laughs> yeah, the eels are pretty great. Yeah. They're a delicacy, apparently. Oh, yum, yum. Mm. All right. See us. Get to light up. Superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of DC. 
Any images or music we use are properties of their respective copyright holders. We are doing this for fun and not making money off it, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at lskpodcast at gmail.com and find us on our Libsyn, lskpodcast.libsyn.com. Our Twitter, at lskpodcast. Our Facebook page, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. And last but not least, thank you everyone for listening.